I didn't think that through, but no, you did not. That's all right. I can barely hear you because my <laughs> headphones aren't turned up all the way. I guess I don't even think they're on, dude. Is this number what the fuck number are we on? 26? 26. And I got nothing for 26. It's one it. foot over the 25 foot rule. You know, so maybe I can I let, shoot you before you can stab me. Jeez. I let, I let you guys uh, go on and on about your sports ball. Yeah, what do you got for number us? Number 25 What Pokemon stuff. is this? You know, it just occurred to me that, <laughs> that with a little bit of planning, our 25 could have been correlated to, like, Christmas, right? Mm. Uh, the 25th of December. Fucking. Damn it. But it wasn't the Christmas episode. Now, so, it, yeah. Is this really a Christmas episode? I don't uh, think so. Well, We're going to talk about is, Christmas. This is about as Christmas as Just a Ride is going to get, fuckers. Or as we could get, because we're just going to talk about stuff. And we're talking about Christmas as part of it. So, yeah. fucking. I How guess we could sing Christmas not, songs. It's not any different from what we normally do, right. to be honest. I think we talked about Christmas last week. So, that was a Christmas set. Fuck. Out. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hello. What's going on? How you been? Good. Good. It's been a minute. Yeah. It's been, what? No. A shorter minute been. than usual. No, it's been a couple the, days. We yeah. had the movie night. Yeah, which was. That was fun. That was a fucking barrel monkeys. Yeah, that Did was a good time. We didn't pause that movie one time. We I just got, talked. I got all a little through. tipsy. I think I stayed at Zach's house until about four in the morning. We hung out just for a while, sobering we up, and <laughs> we were pretty close to soup sandwich. Yeah, yeah, I was soup sandwich too. That was a fun night though. I can't remember most of it, but I remember I had fun. Yeah, and I just sat in the couch. I remember my uh, that I made. I remember watching very little of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> well, it really, what I mean. It's really kind of well. Let's put a movie on, but really, what we want to do is interact with other people. That, that, there yeah, were four or five people that were like, "I paid for this movie, you fuckers! I'm watching. The, what that the was, fuck? They, they <laughs> muted <laughs> us just to watch the yeah. movie. Like, look at these ass clowns. What are they doing? That was the, <laughs> shut up. That was the just right equivalent of Netflix and chill. Like the movie's not the point. Right. We just chilled all <laughs> over the place. The movie's all just over. the prop in the background. Right. <laughs> it's the excuse. It was fun though. Mm-hmm. It was a, uh, I had a great time. Yeah. Uh, have we guaranteed a Valentine's Day one? Because I think that would be fun. That would be fun. Yeah. Do a rom-com. Destroy the rom-com. Yeah. Rom- well, rom-com. <laughs> Grom. What's What's a rom-com you'd want to see as a group? I don't want to see any of them. That's oh, why oh. if it's on, I'm going to destroy you it. you got to have... There's a couple of them that are you great. Feel, the last one, the only one I can name off the top of my head, I said that night, Hope Floats. That's Hope the floats. only one I know because I was forced to watch it about 30 years ago or whenever it came out. Okay. Let's not watch that one. I don't know. You guys ever seen uh, Warm Bodies? No. It's I've like seen, a, I've, I've it's, seen a lot of cold bodies. It's a it's a zombie themed rom com. No, hmm. no, it's actually no. not bad. <laughs> Shut up, Jeff. You'd I'm, like it. Don't like zombies either. <laughs> I'm zo- I'm, no, I do well. No, that's not true. It's not that I don't like zombies. Does Does it's everyone just, know that Jeff's a, he does not like sci fi? He does not like fantasy. Jeff he makes fun like, of us for our. Jeff doesn't like fun. Yeah, <laughs> things things that come out of like. I do like fun, but my fun is. My idea of fun, most people are like, oh, fuck that. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, no, Anything that comes out of imagination of land. <laughs> it's like, fuck your imagination. It's did you, did you, you see my Jeff. day yesterday? Did I, I did. It was awesome. Okay. That was a lot of imagination. What do you want to do? Let's go have a date. Look, I'm going to get this backpack. I'm going to load it full of guns and ammo. Zero I hobbits. Got, I got water and I got a stove. All real things. Just you awesome have to imagine. We, went, I, I, we had booze, we had food. Tactical planning is not. I think, yeah, okay, I it's, think it's, you're it's confusing imagination, imagination with creativity. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's part of the ingredients. That's, imagination would have came in if you said you did all that and then you went out to hunt pretend zombies in the woods with all yeah. that shit. Or you were wearing a, a wizard hat <laughs> and, and you were fighting 
you know. So Jeff's looking know. at us like you fucking imagination would be like this story doesn't exist. Let's make it okay, exist. I, but that's a, with I, characters I, that don't exist, or maybe do, but let's give them traits that don't. And <laughs> yeah, no, I really want something to try and kill me, just to see how I do. I, I don't want to just pretend. Right. But there's there's time for both. Hence right? why I got married so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. Wow. All right then. Well, shit. Well, so Christmas. What does it mean to you guys? That's what we're talking about to start this bullshit off, and then we'll get to our police story. Uh, but Christmas, when you is, think of Christmas, Christmas is funny, man, to me because I've never, I've never super cared for it. Like I had a couple of nice Christmases with my family growing up, and not my extended family, just like my dad and stepmom, and we all just kicked it in the living room and exchanged gifts. And like I understand the charm of that, and I appreciate those memories. Barring that, though, Christmas is a weird thing because it's like, it's like okay. It was a pagan holiday going back before it was a religious holiday and then mm-hmm. and then it was a religious holiday Saturnalia sex fest that, I think. yeah it was so. a, it was a religious holiday well it was a lot of different it, it's yeah, easy to say it was things. a pagan holiday it but was which, several different pagan traditions that all just happened to be like yeah this time of year because it's the solstice they just paid attention to those patterns would right? you call right. it a Saturnalia sex like so you bought you, you light one of those mosquito candles and Saturnalia <laughs> <laughs> keeps them right away so you can have more sexy time I mean it wouldn't be a bad idea to bring one to that party that's for sure that's good i mean yeah but yeah so then it was then it was a religious thing and then and then it kind of became this like battle between it being a religious thing and a corporate thing yeah which is where we're still at and i'm just like and all of it all of it was silly really like it was all just an excuse to to party to some degree you know and it's it's still kind of that which is okay we work hard what's the classic movie about is it just called a Christmas story where the guy, this the husband and wife, broke his shit, but Christmas is coming, so they try to get one kind thing for each other, and she's got this lovely hair, and he has this watch that he really likes, but it doesn't have a band, so he goes and sells the watch to get her these I don't know, hair clips or whatever the fuck they're called for hair. And she put cuts her, her hair, hair. She cuts her hair off to get him this uh, a watch band. Yeah, um, well, I didn't. I, I can see. I can. Sounds like the real problem with their marriage is communication. <laughs> it's big time, big time. No, they, they, Moral of the story is text each other more. Just text each other more. I think there's a combination of showing, uh, you know, genuine love and caring for somebody. So I wanted to do this for you, and I sacrificed this. But there's. It also shows that pressure of of having to buy a gift and uh, and the the marketing that's involved in it. So. So yesterday for the David Angus show, I actually came out today, but. Uh, I did a little bit of quick research on the economics of Christmas, and it said that on average, people spend around nine hundred plus dollars on the holiday gifts, food, the whole thing. That's what they plan on spending in twenty twenty two for Christmas this year's nine. I would punch a if no, who's spending what? Right? No. <laughs> I mean, I'm just looking at it with my finances. I'm yeah. like, no, oh, to have no one's large doing disposable income. <laughs> <laughs> right? Even when I did, no. What, what are we buying? Come on. But uh, I, I guess my kids we, are grown. We kind of so we kind of talked about this a little bit off mic, but uh, you guys were highlighting that it's a little different when there's kids in the equation because three hundred thirty dollars a kid is what, the, or three hundred dollars a kid is well, what they're saying. So you get like, like a box of chalk and. It's easy for somebody who doesn't have a kid. It's easy for somebody who doesn't have a kid to look at that and go, "Just don't." But, <laughs> but when you have a kid, it's like, "Yeah, but motherfucker, every other kid." You gotta listen to him talk. Every, every other day, kid all in America time. is getting. Uh, 
Christmas presents of some type, unless they're in a cult. Right, right. right. <laughs> you know, or homeschooled. And, and who wants their kid to feel like they're in a cult when they're not in a cult? Well, like, they don't. They, they, they don't, don't call it a cult. To, they call it religion. Well, sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> it only becomes that no, when the main really. dude no. dies. That's when it becomes a religion. <laughs> right. So what was Christmas to you growing up, Zach? As a single child. As a single child. <laughs> yeah, fun time. It was fun. My parents went all out, and or my my dad hated it like you actually. He was bah humfuck, but my mom was like super into it, like too far into it. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, like, well, your like mom kind she was that about life in general, dude. Yeah. yeah. Well, we had a pet store and we had our house, and so she would take all of the things that were available at, at stores to buy to put up to show that you liked Christmas, and she put them all up at once. And uh, sometimes it looked nice. Sometimes it looked like. <laughs> Whatever store that was that had all of the decorations threw up on our house. That's like that's like feeling like you have a cold, so you just take all the medicine. It for, was for all the things, yeah. just in case. <laughs> that's my, my that is that's probably how I am too. Who knows? I don't know how I, I'm seen, but uh, yeah, Christmas was weird, uh, but it was fun. Always and, got always got the presents you're supposed to get. You know all that crap. They always were like, "Oh, it's Nintendo time. Here's your Nintendo kid." You know, here's blah blah blah. So. I, was nice. Cool. You profited. From, I did from the corporate. I did, tradition. but then you know, my mom died on Christmas, like the day after Christmas, uh, basically Christmas night, and then my grandma uh, died Christmas Eve when I was younger. Uh, so you so, get a little nervous every time it's Christmas. Yeah, I keep looking at like some of my older family members, like I love you lots. <laughs> Please stop dying. <laughs> but I didn't buy you a present because I'm not sure if you're going to be here after night. <laughs> well, I've, I had like long ago established uh, with everybody in, who's close to me that I just don't buy presents for any holiday. Like if it's your birthday or your wedding anniversary or Christmas, I'm not going to buy a present. Nothing's coming from me. I will get you a present just randomly because I feel like it. <laughs> Fuck and, yeah. And I do. That's <laughs> and I take great joy from it, but I've just established, I'm like, I don't expect to receive anything and I won't feel bad if you get me something and I don't have something for you. So that's something, be it on your head. <laughs> <laughs> but, and it's, it's served me well, but as was pointed out to me, I don't have children, so I have that luxury. <laughs> right. Which is one of the nice luxuries for sure. Cause yeah, Christmas now is like when, they, when you shop for kids, it becomes a little bit, a different kind of stress. Cause you do have to kind of know some things like, okay, the kids are going to talk about this shit at school. And there's going to be repercussions if you got something stupid. Don't get stupid right. things. Get passable things. It's like it has SpongeBob on it. It's like that's still kind of stupid, but it's SpongeBob. I got an avocado like, for Christmas. <laughs> exactly. Timmy, like, what? Timmy's getting the shit kicked out of Timmy today. You know, Sorry, Timmy. You said that I hate Christmas. and No. What does it mean to you? We were going okay. around the horn. Christmas and okay, and, and you're kind of right. I don't like the commercialism you were bah, I'm of fucking it. earlier. I, I don't like the commercialism of it. I'm not a Jesus guy, but I like the idea that it's a family. It, it's time to recognize the people that are important to you in your life. Maybe even repair some relationships at that time, and and have a sit down and spend some time together. Which I have historically throughout my life been really shitty at that on holidays but as a kid growing up i had split parents all i remember is the parents having arguments on the phone over who was going to get who when who was going to drive who where and then there being issues with someone who was late because of weather and it was just kind of a clusterfuck so it was chaos up. and yeah, yeah so it was chaos so i spent animosity the majority of my career i'm the guy that's going to step up and go to work so other people can see their kids because it wasn't important to me yeah, maybe it was the wrong thing to do looking back but that, but now that I now that I have the time, I am so looking forward to being able to spend time 
with my family now that I have kids. I'm like, I get a whole new person. I get to try this again. Yeah. I, I get, you know, and, and I do want to do, you know, stockings was always my favorite though. Cause it's always the stupidest shit that you get. Yeah. It was only so much fun. Dude. I love, to, I know. still love the stocking. That's but the even if part. I, if you're in my life and I buy you a gift, then I'm probably not going to give you a frivolous gift. I'm going to give you a gift probably that has to do with something that I like to do because I'm saying, I like you. I want to spend time with you. Let me go show you some cool shit. So, you know, here's a pair of boots because we're going to go hiking. That's more who I am as mm. far as gifts go. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think sure. that's who a lot of people are as far as gifts go, if they're being honest. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, I got you this because I want to do it with also you. with you. Yes, come on. <laughs> Enjoy this. Uh, one time you got me a kick-ass microphone. I remember that. I still use it all the time. It's, yeah, and you make me music. It's awesome. Fucking A. Worked out great. <laughs> Happy to do it. Hey, look at that. And now I get to talk to you all the time on microphones. True. Although not the same not microphones. One, but, but the fucking, it's the... You get we yeah. God damn it! All right, cool. Quit jerking each other. I don't so know. It is. Uh, I when you mention people fighting over who gets to go where for Christmas and everything, that's always been so strange to me, because it's like just hop out if you want to have everybody over for dinner. Do it on a different day. Like, is it all, everybody has to do it on Christmas? Like, why are we fighting about this? Right. Like, right. And then there's congestion just, in the streets. Can we just draft an stuff. email to the whole family and be like, okay. This this day we're doing it here. This day we're doing it, you know. Well, and I got to see funny. how joyful everybody's home is when I worked Christmas, too, as in law enforcement. <laughs> it, it's exactly what you would think it would be. Feliz People get together. Not they everybody's hate, just they hate each other. Good. And, like, this is why we don't do this but once a year. Because someone yeah. is going to get in a fight. It's kind of manufactured <laughs> stress, for sure. Yeah. Do you, uh, well, I have a... So I have a little tradition that I've done for most of my adult life. Um I do it on the day of the solstice just because it's a it's a turning of the seasons, you know, and I was just like, okay, I mean, it seems it seems like as good a time as any to do it. But like rather than I wanted to because I appreciate the spirit of certain Christmas time things, but I kind of wanted to take it as a mm, opportunity to sort of take stock of myself for the year and set intentions for the next year. So every year. I'll uh, I'll carve out a couple of hours, and I'll sit down in the evening. I'll shut off all the electronics in my house and turn off my phone, so there's nothing to distract me. and And I'll sit down on my floor with pen and paper, and I'll write down a page of things that I want to leave behind that I don't want to carry with me to the next year, and then things that I want to like nurture and cultivate. So you do your New Year's resolution. Yeah, six but days it's not. Early. But it's not. It's not like I'm going to work out this year. It's like deep introspective yeah, yeah. kind of shit just let you know? me be a dick about it no shut up I'm being, I'm being genuine you I have to you. fuck off for 10 Sorry. seconds <laughs> uh, and then uh, yeah and then I'll, I'll sit there and I'll I'll read it and uh, I'll take a picture of it so that I don't forget and then I uh, take it outside and I burn it nice because <laughs> I'm just like it's like this is me letting that shit go now that's <laughs> actually super good healthy shit yeah I think so too yeah the cool. fact that you choose Christmas is actually kind of interesting in on in in some ways. Yeah. Well, it's the solstice, it's the winter solstice. Yeah, I mean the solstice the winter solstice is kind of uh, you know, the day if, every if time you pay attention always... to that but yeah, I always do it on the solstice, but if I mean I, I picked that day intentionally not I mean I'm not I don't go super hard in the paint on like I'm, we, we must I celebrate every pagan holiday and I'm a contrarian you know <laughs> like it's not about that it's just uh, I like the notion of the winter solstice because it is when it's when the light dies and you're you're kind of squaring up to settle with the darkness until the light comes back and 
that the idea is you don't want to take any extra baggage into that darkness that you don't have to because then you're going to have to carry it all through the dark times and that's when it weighs you down the yeah, most. It's, you know? it's almost like it's our last little bit of pleasure before this long trek through shit. <laughs> right. Sludgy, dark, <laughs> cold. People are yeah. miserable. All right. So that's part of why I picked it. And it's also, it just happens to coincide with when everybody's doing their Christmas shit. And it gives me an excuse to be like, I no, I, like, I'm celebrating too. I'm just doing my own thing. It's like, it's like, he's starting fires. Yeah, people don't, keep an eye people on don't fucking bug me as much because <laughs> they're just like, Shaden, you can't be alone for Christmas. I'm like, I, I'm fine. Like, you're, I don't need your stress. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need the pressure of like, coming to dinner. I, I call my parents on Christmas Day, and then that's my the extent of my Christmas activity. Uh, I don't know. My parents, I've talked about this a little bit this year, but uh, my mom would bring both of my families together. And that was the weirdest thing because it was, it was all the different people that didn't really like each other. It was like divorced families and stuff. Uh, she would invite both the couples and it was just like, what the fuck's going on? It was this big thing that they would do every year. And for some reason they would come. I think my mom pressured them like she did with me to where I would just do stuff where I'm like, okay, fine. goddamn, please. She pressured or she lied. One of the two. One of the two. And dumb family stuff. And hate, hate dumb family. Anyway. Yeah. My mom would bring them all together and it was the weirdest thing because it was people that I'd never seen like from the year, the whole time, the whole year would go by. They live in other states and stuff and they'd come see. It was weird. It was like family reunion shit at my house every Christmas. (laughs) And I didn't like it. And, and they, they didn't like it either. Do you have any fun, like funny family reunion memories, though? So many. Like, yeah. getting hooked in the neck by with a fishing hook. I mean, that's probably why I don't like to fish. It's because of fishing <laughs> with my family. Tell one. Tell that one. I want to hear one. I was just I got a little one, so kid. I'll, I'll swap you. I'll trade you mine for yours. Well, this wasn't Christmassy, but it was one of our family reunions. Okay. And we're just out there. This is the Krakenberg side of my family. And I, there's like thousands of them or some shit. And that's what I remember. It was just seas of these people that were my blood. Uh, and a couple of them were like, "Hey, come fishing," and I'm like, five. I don't, I don't know. I'm like, all right, I don't even know how to swim. And You're like, I don't drive. <laughs> all the things I don't do. But I remember just the feeling of having the hook in my neck. You haven't lived until your father's hooked you with a fly at least once. Right. I feels, mean, that, that's what life is about. Right it there. definitely felt. I mean, and they, <laughs> the panic of the adults around me and stuff was pretty interesting and stuff. It's like, all right, so these guys aren't in control. Nobody's in control here. This is interesting. It just smells of Budweiser and fucking <laughs> gravy. Adults, we didn't plan for this. You're ruining my high. <laughs> fucking, it was awesome. I love those guys. Like my primary memory from we went to family reunions around Christmas time with my dad's side of the family for a fair number of years, and I went some as a young adult, just on, of my own volition. I went and flew down there and went to him, and I stopped doing it because I was just like, "This is just a, it's kind of a silly thing to travel for." <laughs> right? But yeah. But uh, this one year, I had gone down there. My, before I tell the story, my primary memory of these family reunions was either my grandpa or my one of my uncles setting down like a gallon bottle of Pendleton whiskey <laughs> on the on the little bar top in this like apartment hangout place that mm-hmm. we all did it in. And they're like, "All right, belly up, Hutchmans!" And <laughs> we just everybody get, get on their lips on Pendleton. Oh but, my god, so, that's out of a Tolkien book or some shit. Yep. So <laughs> it was like. Uh, I I had flown down there. My cousin Jamie bought me a plane ticket, and I flew down there. And I spent the night at my uncle Eric's, my dad's little brother. I'm out in him right now too, but <laughs> I spent the night there. It was fine. It's, this is uncle stuff. It's pretty pretty standard. But but I spent the night there, and then the day of the family reunion, I'm hanging out at his house, and uh, 
I was like, I had blossomed as a stoner at this point. Like, <laughs> like uh, you know, when I was younger, my uncle Eric would be like, "Do you smoke weed?" And I'd be like, "Oh yeah, like once in a while, you know." And then he was, and then I would just like get smoked to death, you know. But, right. But this time I was prepared. I was like, "Oh, Eric doesn't even know, man. I'm I'm heavy duty now. <laughs> like I I can roll with the big dogs." So I'm talking mad shit about my weed tolerance and stuff and and then uh he's like well come up here and smoke with us before we go and i was like all right bet (laughs) so we go up there and they start firing up a butane torch and i'm like i have not smoked weed with a gigantic butane torch what are you guys doing like i've never seen white marijuana yeah they're like they're like in powder form (laughs) (laughs) They're, they're like we're doing dabs you ever done a dab i was like i don't know what that is and they were like oh we'll, we'll, we'll do your dab it'll get you it'll get you good and i'm like okay sure first timer over here my fucking cousin erica loaded up the fattest dab like even at, even later when i was doing dabs like <laughs> multiple times a day they they did me dirty man like, it was a fat dab and i was like all right what do i do and they're like well we're gonna set it on there and then just one big breath and then and then let it out and i was like okay so i did and uh, anybody who's done dabs for the first time ever in their life, it was a fucking experience for me. Like I was like, this is not marijuana. This is a hallucinogen. Yeah, like, I was like, I thought I was like, I was down in his living room after where I was done coughing myself to death, and I was like, I'm fucking Tony Stark from the waist down. My legs are Iron Man, you know. And I'm walking around just completely gone. And it felt like two seconds later, my uncle goes, "You ready to go?" And I was like, "Go." Go where? And he's like, we got to go to the reunion, dude. And I was like, you got to drive. I was like, I can't do that. And he's like, come on, get in the truck. So we go. Come on, Tony Stark. We go. We stop at a gas station. He's like, you want anything? And I was like, I don't want to sit here alone. I'll die. You know, (laughs) so I I go into this gas station and then I'm like looking at the clerk behind the counter and I'm just like, he knows. (laughs) Got the fuck out of there. Went to the spot where we're having our family reunion. I'm still flying. I'm walking up the sidewalk and there's two people walking towards us. And this little old lady gets all excited and starts waving at me and calling my name. And I'm like grabbing my uncle. I'm like, who the fuck is that? And he's like, that's your grandma, dude. Get your shit together. (laughs) I was like, oh, no. I am way too high. I don't remember a grandma. And uh, I thought I was trying so hard to play it off. I thought I was pretty sly, but I found out later. No, I mean, there's just my eyes bleeding to death. Would probably <laughs> like you embarrassed the family. Everybody uh, knew. <laughs> all pretty disappointed. Nobody expects anything more from you now. My grandma, to her credit, didn't say a damn word. She just let me be a stoned little goofball. <laughs> like, yeah, I was stoned at one point. Yeah, too. yeah. My uncle got me so stoned, I forgot who my grandma was. That's a good story. Yeah, that's a fucking that's, good Christmas. That was my Chris. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Christmas dad. Did you? Uh, for me, like knife hits was kind of that's basically dabs yeah. in a sense, right? It's in that the same, made me feel like I, same family. Yeah, <laughs> made me feel like I pissed my pants. That's how high I got the first time I did <laughs> yeah. knife hit, and that's how I felt with dabs. I was like, I kept looking down, like it feels that like that sensation, but I'll smell it. That it's not wet. That experience put me off dabs for a long time, but I it got to a point later in my stoner career where I was like, dabs was all I was right. like, I'm, that's all I want. Like, I know tons that, of people that are like ten a day, yeah. thirty a day. Fuck you. I was never that bad. But yeah, they didn't know what a dab was when I was in that situation where I could yeah. smoke weed. There was no concentrate. Yeah, would, you, yeah. I, I know I've probably said this here, but. Uh, when we were doing Spokane Hempfest, we'd go to Seattle Hempfest and watch like the big event be done and stuff like that. And every year they were like, yeah, we're going to get this shit legalized. Then I went away and then I came back and I, I went to another one and it had been legalized and dabs were a thing. 
and it was just kind of new. And I remember the same speakers that were like, we're going to get this shit legalized. They were up there, they're like, look, we've had lots of time with flour. The dab thing. I mean, come on, just calm down a little bit. Like like the speakers from Hepfest. It was yeah. just this weird thing where it's like everybody was like, well, let's just pump the brakes a little bit. We don't have any data on this. Flour is probably fine for the rest of your life. But yeah, fucking 80 dabs a day. I don't know. Yeah. We don't know yet. Well, I... Uh, you guys keep trying for us. Let yeah, us know how the I mean, data the, the, up. The is starting to bear it out. I, mean, yeah. I, I, haven't, I, I haven't heard of a single person uh, overdosing no. from dabs. So. Still doing no. the normal marijuana things. <laughs> so still not crack, still not uranium, still not. Jeff, do you ever do a dab? Because you said it didn't exist before. Fuck you done yeah. One, so. yeah. You've done dabs? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Did it make you feel like you pissed your pants no, and or had Tony Stark legs? No, it wasn't a big deal, really. Just <laughs> like it didn't even work on me. Dabs don't, <laughs> marijuana doesn't Jeff's affect Jeff. you got to remember how much Elon I used Musk to here. You know you have to inhale it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I got a glimpse of a little bit of Angus and and. Jeff right there. <laughs> hey, no big deal. <laughs> Jeff doesn't even get that kind of fucking... I don't get inebriated when I don't want to. <laughs> you can introduce it to my system, but it won't unless I say so. <laughs> That's kind of how it works sometimes. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, I think right. our next movie night that we do, you just have to be Dave and or Angus for the whole, the whole time. <laughs> Sounds fun. We'll have movie night with Dave and Angus. <laughs> I feel so like if anybody know. just did the math on that, they can figure out what I just said. But mm-hmm. I'll, I'll let what? Wait, what? I what? said if anyone just did the math on that last little conversation, they can just figure out what I just said. How so? What did I miss? Never mind. I'll tell you later. We'll let okay. people figure it out. That's for oh, the listeners. Oh, you missed it. It's for the listeners. Now for I'm you. an ass for... Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, Dabs didn't exist before I was a cop. Of course. That's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. Oh, I see. Of course not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you were math. a great cop. Always play by the rules. Always play by the right. rules. <laughs> Can you say that without laughing? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, speaking of that, it's police story time. Is it time? It's time. <laughs> police story. Wow. Good damn guys. Oh, wait. No. Too far. Okay. So in, in the Christmas spirit, I thought I would tell a Christmas uh, Christmas story. Christmas story. Police story. Stand down. Get to So uh, this was over 20 years ago, working in the Yakima Valley. And, and again, it was one of those times when... People wanted Christmas off to spend time with their kids. I didn't, it wasn't really part of my life to do that. So I'm like, hey, I'll work overtime. Double, that's, yeah, overtime, fuck, right? Yeah, it was double time and a half shift. Shit, double overtime. time and a half? Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. I'm going to work that. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Started at six in the morning. That's, was supposed that's to, just solid economics. It was supposed to end at yeah. two in the afternoon, but I'll say probably didn't, it didn't work out that way. So my first call of the day, this woman calls in and she says, this this is not very Christmassy. I just walked in on my husband fucking my twelve year old daughter. Yikes. Yeah, Whoa. so that's how my day started on Christmas that year. So was he dead? Damn, he yeah. was not. But <laughs> shame. It's getting there. <laughs> so I get there and I hear hear her screaming and yelling for help inside the house. So I boot the door, go in, and she's laying on the floor and there's blood all over the ground. And I see that like her leg is missing from below the knee and bleeding. Who's like? The woman, the, the, the caller, the mom. No shit. Yeah. Ooh. And I'm like, holy shit, what happened? Well, and then I realized, I'm like, where's the rest of your leg? She's like, well, I don't have it. What had happened was this piece of shit having sex with his 12-year-old daughter. <sighs> mom calls to get him arrested. And he's like, well, if I'm going to go to jail, I'm going to make it worth it because rape of a child isn't enough, apparently. Right. So her, na- her leg was actually amputated just right. below the knee. So she Across had this the- little... 
she, she had this like this little nubbin a couple inches down and he kicked that thing and snapped it off oh. and a compound fractured through her skin oh yeah and he had left the house obviously ran away but then to my surprise he came back just to get arrested oh, wow and go to jail I and he's like, "Fuck, dude! It's just a, just a, yeah." Merry and, Christmas, and you guys! From yeah, just a ride, admitted uh, to the rape, admitted to the assault. Is there a way like, we could have warned like, you? And yeah, he just probably. wanted to go to prison. He's like, "Yep, I want to go. That's where I belong." So. No, he probably belongs somewhere else, like fucking hell, under the prison. Probably. Yeah, yeah, hell, way down. Yeah, on yeah, if, if there on was a torture one. rack under my knife, preferably, that'd be good. Good spot. Yeah. Anyway, so that's how my day started. Got him in the back of the car, and I'm driving back to the to the station to get him put into jail and start on my paperwork because I'm in such a good mood. And I'm at a stop sign and there's cars lined on the road just like any other neighborhood. And I just catch out of my, I catch out of the corner of my eye. There's this, just this parked car and this little head comes up and I could, it was like I could feel somebody looking at me and somebody looks at me and I look at them and they duck back Meerkat. down. I'm like, that's, that's not normal. So I throw my car in the park and go over there. It was one of our little bangers had broken into somebody's car and was stealing their stereo. He saw me rolling up the road, tried to hide oh. and popped up to look, see if I'd clear the stop sign yet. So I, so I had to nice. run over and arrest him and threw him in the back with that dude. Fucking. So, <laughs> wow. Bad day to steal a stereo. Yeah. So, yeah. So I got those two in custody. Do the, do all the, the jail shit with him, and I'm writing the report. And then I get a call of a uh, robbery that just happened at the end of town at this little at this little stop and rob place, so to speak. Stop and rob. <laughs> it's like a little plaid pantry, and it was the same one I talked about where the dude tried to rob it, but he didn't have he was he tried to string the bow before he robbed the place. Right, and I, I walked in on <laughs> same, it. Same okay. place, all right. Same employee. The person could write a book, probably. Yeah, so you had this whole story that these two guys came in with guns and took all the cash from the safe, took all the cash out of the cash register. There was some shit knocked on the ground. Of course, back then it was VCR mm. tapes, and like, well, do, do you have it recorded? Well, of course, they took the, t took the tapes. Mm. <laughs> I forgot to rewind it. And there was yeah. just, he just didn't have, he didn't have the right demeanor for that kind of call. So I'm like, you know... I'm like, well, obviously we got to do a whole investigation, get fingerprints and everything. I'm like, was there anybody else here? Any other witnesses? No. I'm like, so that's your car out in the parking lot? Yeah. I said, well, just to rule out any type of, you know, foul play or anything, you know, we always start with searching that car just to say, absolutely, you're good to go. And I can see he just started sweating. <laughs> that's where his all top the stuff lip, is. His top lip just got really wet really quick. I'm like, so you don't have a problem with that? And he's like, well, uh, we, uh, okay. Because he's still trying to look innocent. Mm -hmm. And of course, in the trunk of his car, he had the videotapes, he had all the cash. Mm -hmm. So then I had to arrest him and then find someone to come close up the store and get it locked for the day. So mm -hmm. I shut Plaid Pantry down or whatever the hell it was in the <laughs> town for that. And they're probably happy that you did for that. So, yeah. So yeah. I've got lots of paperwork to do. And now swing shift came on. There's there's two guys. Now the domestic violence are, you know, people fighting over fruit salad. And, you know, the w wife didn't like her gifts, so she, you know, hit her husband in the head with a club. Shit like that. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, so the I'm about. people do. I'm about 16 hours into a shift now with all this paperwork. And then a shooting comes out across the street at a bar at about, I don't know what time it was. It, I'd been there a long time. It was, you know, getting into the evening. People were already done with their Christmas stuff so now it's time to go out and drink and shoot pool and be with your buddies and right. or shoot one another right. oh, and it was a, it was a triple something. it was a some dude 
got kicked out of the bar, got pissed, got to the door, and just turned around and started shooting, shot three people. Jeez. And uh, the other two guys were busy with their calls, so I got stuck with that. On overtime, late. Yeah. 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 Way so, at the end of your shift, basically. And then I finally, I, I finally called the assistant chief. I'm like, I need help. Can none of our detectives were available, and we didn't have very many of them at that agency anyway. Like, can you please come down and help me? It's like, yeah, the chief and I will come on down and help you. They ordered food. From, <laughs> they ordered food from the Mexican restaurant right next to our police department. Brought it over to the bar where I was at. Sat at a table, and they just stuffed their face full of food and watched me work and diagram the whole scene. I I, I was close to a twenty four hour day that day as well. Damn. And that was my Christmas. <laughs> So, Merry Christmas, your family. Maybe it would have been better to spend some time with my family. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what been. I learned out of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, now you have a whole new. You can do that now. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if there's a double over time, double time and a half rate that could be worth me putting up with everything you just described. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> if I knew that going into, I had it, more like, happen uh, in one day than most people see as severe calls in their whole career. Right? Yeah, yeah, that first one's enough to be like, I'm done. Yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. So, well. Getch, I love you, but you are a psycho magnet. So. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> in, in many ways. The data bears it out. <laughs> well, at least you put it to a practical use, and you're like, let it come to me, I can put him in jail. Fucking worked out great. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yes, no? All right. Well, let's try some other weird things, shall we? Uh, okay. Something a little more silly. Let's try some weird things. Weird let's things. get weird, boys. Uh, these are going to be silly, though. Top three island albums, if you know what I mean. The, the albums that you must take on an island with you if you could only have three things. Oh, to listen to for the... For the eternity of, little, of your life. For the two weeks I survive, depending on the island it is. <laughs> I'll be there for like an hour, so I just need one one album. Island's so. pretty high up on my list of like, if I had to survive somewhere. Like, islands, you could do it on an island. <laughs> yeah, way, way better than a, like a, a tundra, an arctic tundra. Yeah. Like, Jeff wants to go to Alaska and see what he can do up there. That's the hardest place probably is to do... What is the hardest place to survive? And then take your Antarctica. favorite three albums. <laughs> yeah, it would be, right? Yeah, North it's got to be places of extreme exposure, like either... But there's nothing really, to do up there except for take core samples of ice, you know? Yeah, really there, really gnarly deserts or really, really crazy expanses or, of tundra. Or on the lip of a fucking volcano. Yeah. People or build their shit a, right or next Or in a them. shitty marriage for well, 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the any four, of, four any terrible Any form of mother nature can kill you. At some point, so okay, so yeah, having nice beach property doesn't always work out. Too. No, yeah, no shit. All right, so the three albums—I don't even know. I haven't even thought about it. I well, suck at these things too. So Jim Croce's greatest hits, okay, uh, Blind Melon, their first album, whatever yeah. the hell it's called, and uh, let's, uh, I'll probably do something from Brian Upchurch so I can have some upbeat to exercise to. Fucking a, hmm. noise. Not one. There's no metal there. I guess kind of with Upchurch, but no metal. Yeah, no surprise. I hate guitar solos. <laughs> Widdly <whittly. laughs> Breaking my heart, dude. I. Uh, I'm with them. I don't want to hear. I'm it. gonna. I'm, I'm. I know. I'm gonna regret my choices later when I listen to this while I'm editing it because I'm gonna think of something I can't think of right now. And we're like, no, you're gonna live without that, yeah. you psychopath. Don't hold us but, to this because we could probably do a list of a hundred and we'd change it the whole time every time. <laughs> but off the top of my head, probably. Uh, Periphery 3, their third self-titled album, just really, really good. Um, there's an album by a guy named David Maxim Michik, who's... Uh, Common spelling? Uh, Michik is M-I-C-I-C, I believe. Yeah. Um, 
it, it this album i can't remember the name of it but it's got a song on it called uh uh who bit the moon and mm. it's it's just the whole album is just really really good it's all instrumental but it's just really fucking pretty vibey shit cool and number three probably uh <laughs> i gotta pick something that fucking bangs man Maybe Tooth Grinder's most recent album. <laughs> Damn. You realize this list is going to change, if not by the hour, by the mood you're in change, either day. It's going to change so five minutes day, from yeah. now, dude. Let's be real. <laughs> People are going to look it up, though, and they'll be like, all right, Tooth Grinder, fucking A, I'm checking out. You ever checked out Tooth Grinders? Like, I haven't really. Huh. They're not They're not as crazy as their name makes them sound, but they're they're really good. Are they? Their most recent album is Choice. How much yelling is there in the songs? There's some yelling. Cool. Is there singing, too? Yeah. Nice. Are they singing about things that I like or things that I hate? Well, I, I would have to be in your fucking brains. I don't I know. No, <laughs> I have only stupid questions because I tired. find out new things you dislike every time we hang it's out. It's holiday, <laughs> goddammit. I'm tired. You do. I know. Uh, I, I have a top three, right? Uh, I don't even know. I, when I thought about this, I'm like, God, these I suck at these so much. Let me see. Zach's going to be, Zach's gonna be like the Beatles <laughs> and uh, Mozart. <laughs> and uh, Taylor Swift. What am I supposed to like? Those are, Those are the three <laughs> th mainstream things that are the least. No, uh, Days of the New 2 is my probably one of my favorite albums of all That's time. That's how you know me and Zach are both pretentious, moody musicians. We both picked a, a numbered, self-titled <laughs> album. <laughs> Days of the New, the, the, the green. Uh, or red. I take red, too, but green for sure. Uh, God, I don't even know. Live. I really do like live. Live throwing copper or live uh, mental jewelry. Their first one, whatever that one mental is. Mental jewelry. Th that's a good one. It's so good. That like helped me want to play music because I got that feeling. But then there's so much metal too, like Metallica. Yeah, that feeling coming back again. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> a little half chub. Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Um, and also uh, Lorena McKinnett, Greatest Hits. I'd, I would want to, if I had to pick only one album, I'd want that to haunt my days. Be like, okay, everything feels like it's better, like a little more grand. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to go fishing. But it's like, no, you're not. You're going to go fishing and with the fucking sea when you got that <laughs> shit playing. You're like, I'm going to fight fucking Poseidon for this fish. <laughs> I don't know. So Lorena McKinnett, whatever one of those albums is. Wow. That's all. You know, not that's one, probably not one, one of us said Sovereign Citizen. That's fucking. Uh, well, you guys play the music. Right. You can play it's like we've heard it want. enough, bro. And if right. we're on yeah, the yeah. same island, I mean, that works. We can't expect me. him to. He's like, I'm sick of you guys too. I've yeah. heard it like way more times than most people. I don't want to. Like, I was supposed to walk out of here with your new album last time. Last oh, that's Sunday, right. And that didn't happen. Oh fuck. Well, dude, I, somebody's upset. It wasn't me. You got to give me a little. Uh, I was a little bit schmaggled by the end of the fucking night, so it was that. All right, so those are the top three albums. Let's try a top three games of all time. We always like doing this to Jeff, video but Jeff, games, Jeff, very assured us games that yeah, video games, video okay. games. Oh, I was, I was gonna say because I can name three games that nobody. We could probably do board games in the future, yeah. but let's just do video games for the uh, squirm effect. These are all Atari games, uh, is what we've been reassured. Are we going to go Art? Atari? Well, no. no. Just give us your favorite games. They don't have to be Atari. You said that. I doubt they are, but there's a Nintendo in there, or perhaps yeah, a yeah, PlayStation. They're, they're actually, yeah, and, and thinking about it. So I liked to play the uh, the baseballs. Mm. I like the baseball games. Me too. I, I really do. Um, they're amazing now, too. They're fucking amazing. I, I probably wouldn't know how to play them now, but I, th I mean, 
the what what's the Nintendo? The first Nintendo was that the sixty four? Is that what those? No, no, the, no, the, the, the one the original, the original Xbox. The original Xbox. Oh, I that's think not it was. Nintendo oh. related at Sorry. all, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so that's I'm all fucked up. There you go. So there was a baseball game. God, I think it was like two thousand three was when I played that, and that was fun. Yeah, but I'm sure it's okay. a lot better now. Yeah, um, I really liked Pitfall, but I sucked at it on the Atari. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. I remember Pitfall. I remember it, yeah. but I remember not being good at it either and frustrating me. The I'm space like, fuck video games. <laughs> the Space like Invaders I liked because there was yeah. 112 different versions of how to play it, and I liked to play the invisible version, but when you'd hit things, it would it would light up. And I was I got pretty good at that. But I was good at Pac-Man too because I figured out the pattern. Mm-hmm. So I figured I could I could play all day long and never oh, yeah. die because the ghosts had the same pattern on it back in an Atari. Oh, hell yeah. So, <laughs> so those are your... Is that your top three? That's actually four. Four? That's, yeah, right. that's what I would probably take now. All right. Are there any games that interest you that you see that are like the high, the, you know, the AAA games? There was one. When Shaden lived with me, I really wanted him to get a game so I could watch him play it. And it was a World, World War II game, but I don't remember what it was called. I think it was World War One. I'm pretty or sure was it was, it was one. Battlefield One. is what it was. It it was, was I saw the commercials for it, and I'm like, dude, you need to buy that game. Yeah. Because well, I want to just watch. That's, I loved. I would I go stopped. in his room and sit and watch him play for hours. Isn't and like, that well, fun? Hey, will you try that? Do that. What does that do? I didn't want to touch the controller. Yeah. I was just intrigued with. <laughs> he was a really entertaining backseat gamer for sure. He was just like, do <laughs> go this, in that room, do this crazy thing. I'm like, hmm, fuck, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought that. Good. That sounds good to me. Tight. Yeah, right. I fucking I stopped fucking around with first person shooters when they stopped uh, making story modes for them. Like I was like, like the multiplayer is fun, but it's its own thing. Mm-hmm. And I understand that's what they're making their money on. But man, yeah. I fucking really like just like like back in the old like Modern Warfare days, like Modern Warfare one and two. Yeah, do a campaign. Where you, could, you could play through the campaign mm-hmm. and like hang out with Soap McTavish and fucking be a special forces guy. Mm-hmm. That was dope. Like as soon as they quit doing that, I was like, well, I'm fucking done with this garbage. Like, I don't want to play with other people. <laughs> right? I want some kid that's been playing this yeah. 14 hours a day for the last six weeks to be talking shit to me. Damn it, no. Yep. Yeah. Fair enough. Except for Destiny. I still play that once in a while, but that's not... Anybody who's serious about first-person shooters is like, Destiny, get the fuck out of here, bro. Really? <laughs> so I've never played Destiny, so I don't even know. Destiny's cool. Is it? I have it. You be a Destiny wizard too. in space, dude. What the hell? That's fucking... That checks all the boxes for me. <laughs> that, should, that should check them all for me. I didn't know that that's what that was. All right. Well, I own it, so I should probably play it yeah. at some point. Give it a try. You might like it. So what are your top three games of all time? This is an awful question. Dude. I know, right? Like I couldn't think. Uh, I think uh, I think Zelda, specifically Majora's Mask, is probably definitely one of them, which is an unpopular opinion. Which but which console? It or? was sixty four. Is it okay? Yeah, N sixty four. Fuck. Um, but I've played that game all the way through and done all the side quests probably six times in my life Shit. <laughs> just because i'll get like if i get sick and i'm laid up or something i'm just like well this is my comfort game i'm just gonna sit here and play majora's mask damn so i was super into that so that's probably one of them just because i know i can replay it and not get tired of it um the new god of war if i'm gonna pick a if i'm gonna pick a modern day game we can play as jeff yeah play as fucking kratos all day that both of those games the first one the well not the first one but of the two newest sequels they're both really really good but if I, i'll just take those as a package maybe there's fucking <laughs> i'll get them in the greatest hits bundle before i think I, you yeah. could that counts as, yeah <laughs> <laughs> only one and uh shit i don't know man 
probably <laughs> probably fucking Minecraft just because it's like endless. You How know much time I mean? you put yeah, into it's just it? Like so. If I have to if I have to pick a game, not not based upon is it my favorite game of all time? No, but could I play it if it was like you know my my game? Your I'm, desert island. Yeah, game. my my brain's still on the desert island. I don't know if that's still a requirement of this question, but if it was, then what's well, led Minecraft. to these answers? Probably. <laughs> yeah. How are you gonna run that machine anyway? I can listen to the album. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, right. We're gonna have to stick our ear and then just. I'm not for, dude. I watched Swiss Family Robinson. Okay, I, I watched Gilligan's Island. <laughs> they made shit happen. They did. Yeah. I don't know how they did, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to. But you apparently, guys have a, a better chance. Coconuts generate a ton of energy. <laughs> so they're like batteries, and they fucking like satellite dishes. Students. I mean, we're close yeah. to Idaho. I mean, potatoes generate some energy. There's some. So. They do. I don't know how they do it, but fucking somebody will know. You can grow potatoes fucking anywhere. Pretty much. Yeah. Get some dirt. I'm just going to have water. a whole field of potatoes powering my Nintendo. <laughs> no, no, nobody can eat my Nintendo potatoes. <laughs> he, he's, he, they'll find me just totally emaciated and starved to death with my Nintendo hooked to, to a fucking entire <laughs> field, field of, of potatoes. <laughs> the irony so of it all. Instead of buffering, it's mashing or something. It's <laughs> like, I didn't have any butter. I didn't seem appealing without butter. Thanks. Uh... Oh, yeah. All right, Zach, what about yours? My games. Uh, SimCity. I loved that game. I spent a lot of time playing that game. All Which the, one? All the variations. But, yeah. Uh, okay. SimCity 2000 to start, and then 3000, I think, was the one that I spent the most 2000 time 2000 was arguably the best one, I think. Uh, there was one before that that I played in school. But, yeah, 2000, I think, is the one. Maybe that's the one I spent the most time mm-hmm. on. But I ended up where I'd build a big city, and then I'd just pretend I was, like, some asshole with the satellite. And I just like now I'm gonna blow it up. Yeah, and I just blow up places, <laughs> yeah. and I didn't even care. It's the same or, thing we did with Legos when we were kids. Exactly, just build a big thing so you can wreck it. <laughs> same things we do to our heroes: build them up to tear them down. Yeah. It's just fucking them. make it real, Zach. The human way, it. baby. <laughs> but then everything else, open world. I like. I love the idea of a big sandbox that you can kind of play either first person or third person. Well, that's a and cop out. You got to pick one. I know. I'm gonna. <laughs> okay. But, but it, that's the thing. It's very difficult. But you know, like a Skyrim is rad. Uh, I really loved playing Assassin's Creed. Like all, every one of those is amazing as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I like the way he dresses. I saw <laughs> okay, the commercials and I like the way he dresses. Right? It's pretty cool. They're Reminds me of Shaden cool. how he dresses. Right? Fucking I wonder where I got it from. But where, where did he get it from? <laughs> but Assassin, I mean, Assassin's Creed Odyssey probably is my favorite of all of those. And then, but Grand Theft Auto fucking five has just been a game for ten years where it's like. They haven't improved. I mean, they've made more stuff online, and they're doing what you're talking about, where they're just like focusing where the money is, and they're like, "We're not going to make a new. We're just going to keep upgrading the right. what's what's existing." But goddamn, I mean, if you're just like, "Man, I'm had a bad day. What do I want to do?" Oh yeah, run people over on the sidewalk <laughs> with a car that's simulated. Yeah, that sounds good. You know, so yep. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto gets it just because the amount of attention to detail. Even mm-hmm. though now there's bigger games and there's more, but I feel that way about, fun about uh, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk has that straight up GTA feel, but it's just like evolved and in, in like a kind of futuristic dystopian. It looks so cool. I never got to. I didn't dig into tons it. Tons of detail. Well, it was janky as fuck. That's when what it first happened, right? Out. So I didn't buy yeah, it. Yeah, it was, it was it was super glitchy when it? it first came out, but they've yeah they've fixed it and they've added a ton to it, and it's ended up being a really really good fucking game. If you like GTA, you will like Cyberpunk. I've heard the same thing with No Man's Sky where it came out and it had all these promises yeah. it was this big like computer generated galaxy where you could no person would ever discover another the same planet and you can go it's yep. like computer generated so there's animals and shit on these planets that no one's ever seen mm-hmm. and uh, 
they promised all these things because that's really all the Star Wars nerds and Star Trek nerds ever want. It's just like, let me explore space alone and do shit that I want to, like build right. a, a house and fucking find aliens and shit. And everybody's so excited. And then it was janky as far as... It uh, was uh, just empty. Right. Like it was procedurally generated as advertised, but it was just... Is that what it was? So variations on and the no, same nothing themes, to do. and it was super empty, and yeah, but nothing then, to do. But then, like a year later, or they're still several months they're later, still developing the hell out of it. It's turned into a really fucking cool yeah. Game. Years later, now it's fucking still got a huge community, yeah. and, and it's been a lot of years since No Man's Sky came out. I think it's been yeah. like five or six years. Yeah, at least. But I remember the excitement of that, and. I wish they would just goddamn do a Star Wars, just half that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just give me fucking X wings so I can fly through the goddamn galaxy and I'll be happy. I want to land on Dagobah when I want to. Is that fair, Jeff? Don't you want to land on Dagobah? I don't know the fuck you're talking. Wake up, you Jeff. Land on I think Jeff nodded off. I think he did. <laughs> during he did. our little nerd fest. All right, the games. Uh, we did talk about doing one more of these, like the three nicest people in public. Maybe we could do this as a collective group or something. But I don't, I, even, like, I don't even quite understand what like that the means. public the public people. Famous people, like, in not, your li- not people today's in our world? personal life. What's that? Today's world? Yeah, anytime. The nicest people that since you've been alive or did that you've ever heard of, people that come across as the nicest. So my example would be like a guy like Mister Rogers. I think most people. That was going to be my number one answer. Okay, yeah. fucking Mister Rogers, uh, or Steve Irwin, which is on both. Yeah. I think Shaden's on. He's on, on my list, list for sure. Uh, I would say Robin Williams would be one of those people, kind of thing. All right, but, well, all those people are dead. I, yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, they're all yeah, man, which goes into the other one. You had one more question on that, right? Didn't I? I don't know. It was. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Uh, for We could just go right into that since those are the people. But is there any one you want to add? I don't know. So my brain immediately goes to, because there's some people that I have that like I that exist out there in the world that don't know that I exist, but I feel like I would just be really, really good fucking friends with them. Right. That's a good way to look at it, too. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, they don't know, but if we hung out, we'd be bros. Right? But uh, I think Henry Cavill is probably one of them. Nice. Like, he's just, he seems, and he fits the nice bill, too. Like, everything I've ever seen of him on and off screen, he's just, like, a fucking stud. He's super, a D&D Super guy. nerdy gentleman, you know. He fucking cares about his personal image and yeah he's, he seems like a cool dude also jake monroe you guys probably don't know who that uh-huh. is he's a he's like a content creator from the uk um he he started on youtube doing like goth shit like goth gaming shit and uh i've been following him for a long time and watching him evolve and he's just like he's about the same age as me and just all tatted up and but he seems like just the most chill fucking dude like, he seems okay. on the same wavelength, so you guys can go look up Jake Monroe. He's like, nice. there you go. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah. The next thing was going to be who do you wish was alive today that could give you perspective? Who who do you wish you could hear their perspective today that's passed? <laughs> and and my answer was going to be uh, Mr. Rogers for sure. Uh-huh. I mean, he, I thought he was he was way ahead ahead of his time in the way that he thought in the time that he was alive. Really, a lot of things that he did on his show. Mr. Rogers? Mr. Rogers, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Mr. Rogers' neighborhood? Yeah. Okay. Was the nice guy. That's what you're talking about. He's, he was a nice guy, but he would also, I want him to be alive today. Oh, to, to get help. Perspective. Right, right. Help shape these chitrins away from wherever the hell they're going or something. <laughs> I was thinking more of the uh, No, honestly, now it's, he was so nice that now I want to see him lose his shit, basically. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to see. You want to see, see how happen. he would have. 
Yeah, handled 2016 and 2020. Yeah, yeah, I just want to watch Mr. Rogers finally just say, "You guys are all fucked. Fuck off." (laughs) You guys suck. He wants to. Don't come into my fucking house. (laughs) He wants the Mr. Rogers sequel where he's the villain. Right. (laughs) I'm gonna take my shoe and shove it up your ass. (laughs) Did he ever write it? I wonder if he ever wrote a tell-all story. Like, like well, that's not very neighborly of you. (laughs) Yeah, neighbor. (laughs) Fuck off. I think the class. I mean, when I hear this question come up it's usually like a george carlin or something like that or in my mind a bill hicks would be fun to have him be alive to yeah, be able to say like give his opinion and whatnot but mine was always uh christopher hitchens because it seemed like he died a little too young just like george carlin did yeah but christopher hitchens just was like a surprise well he was sick but it was like came on so fast the sick and uh he was too young and he always had a good whether or not you liked him he always had a good reason for to give his point of view and I miss that because people aren't as reasoned that nobody does nobody even cares about that anymore it seems like all of that is gone where they get to it's like here's what I think and here's why and put that out these ideas out nobody talks about ideas there's not a lot of debate in TV anymore uh, so I miss that it seemed like when he he died a lot of that went too but that's just me and in my little isolated world <laughs> I think it's valid I uh I don't know. I'm having a hard time with this question because everybody that I think of, I'm like, no, I wouldn't want to bring them back to deal with this horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I loved them so much. I don't want to have to subject them to, like, like Robin Williams is a prime example. It's just like he, man, he didn't. He, he had a hard time hanging with the way that it was, and it's arguably much worse than when he made his exit. You know, yeah. so it's just oh, like yeah. fuck. I wouldn't. I don't have it in my heart to want to bring him back to right. <laughs> deal with this shit. But I would love to have him back as an influence in the world. You know. Yeah, I just thought about it. We could bring anyone back, and we're bringing back people from like in our lifetime and, and people that we know, know of. Right. And people that yeah. How about Marcus Aurelius? Yeah, yeah Marcus exactly. Aurelius would like, be a solid fuck, pick. Would, yeah, it's like we could probably ask Jesus to come back if he was a dude. No, he he's supposed to. It is supposed to be a really scary day That's true. for a lot of us. True. So no, no he no, don't come back. <laughs> no, no, no. This is this is horseshit. You only get to come back once. He already, he already, and he's already shot. (laughs) (laughs) He has to get back to the end of the line. There's other people who want to come back. He can come back later, but he's got to wait. That sounds fair. (laughs) All right. So now we're going to move on from that stuff. Let's go to uh, habits of couples who last. Okay. Jeff's going to lead us. I I pulled up a thing. Let's go through it. See if we agree or not. Shaden, obviously, you're not in a relationship currently, but. You obviously have perspectives on this. What do you mean? Not I one. Have, I have many relationships with many people. You know what? I have <laughs> relationships with you guys. Right now, as we speak, we're doing the relationship. Okay, this is very specifically for romantic relationships is, is the gist that I get. Okay. okay. Well, I've been in those. <laughs> right. Experienced it from time to time. I have perspective to offer. They are affectionate even outside the bedroom is number one. These are things that make their relationship last. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. What the fuck? Well, there's a lot of people, I mean, that are like, you know, public display of affection is an absolute zero. Don't hold my hand, don't there kiss me, of, don't hook yeah. my arm. At home, that's fine, but we don't do that out in public. That's well, that's a thing. That's a real thing. For sure. Well, there's a, there's, like in everything, there's a bit of balance that comes into play there. Like yeah, people, people that are constantly hanging off of each other in public are fucking obnoxious. And they probably won't But last. that's also a generally an immaturity issue as well. Yeah, I agree. That's true. Yeah. I've been <laughs> I, that I agree. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying I can't completely agree with the premise of like, we should just always be, you know, romantic with each other. I mean, like, yeah. Okay. That's fine. I don't care. Public displays of affection don't bother me until, yeah. until they become a possessive thing. 
You know what I mean? Like where it's like, oh, I'm doing this not Marking really because I feel affection I'm, for yeah, you. I'm basically peeing on her. It's more like on me. Yeah, pissing all around. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I dare you to put me in that box and watch how fast that I won't be your territory anymore. I absolutely agree with that. Yeah, and I and I guess we're supposed to take this with within reason. But that's a that's a valid point. Yeah, I don't want to see people just you know basically banging with their clothes on out in public. But no, if you if you love and care about the person that you're with. Go ahead, hold their hand. Yeah. Give them, a, you know, yeah. an appropriate what would we would consider an appropriate kiss in public. Show that you give a shit about them in front of other people. Even mm-hmm. cuddles, even yeah. public cuddles. Damn sure. it, that shit's sure. awesome. That's fine. Standing in line, cuddle that shit. Why yeah. not? Uh, number two, don't gossip about each other. Yeah. And now that's huge. I should have caught on to this with my second wife hanging around the family, the women. I mean, we, we would get together every every night, and Grandma would cook, and all the family members would come over. That was just kind of part of the culture. It was a Hispanic family. But then the women would get together, and the men would kind of go in the other room, and they would just sit and talk shit about their husbands all night long. I mean stuff. <laughs> and, and I was too stupid to think, hmm. My she was pre wife then. Uh, she, I'm sure she doesn't talk shit about me. I'm a great guy. Oh no, she I'm, she was right up in that shit. <laughs> guaranteed pre wife. There's a word for that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think most people call it fiance. She was my pre wife. Pre wife. Those were the pre war so, days. My point off, is, there was a red flag, and I'm a Taurus. I just ran right to that. Attacked <laughs> <laughs> So. Did it's not my just, fault. It's did my, you it's, just throw astrology at me? It, yeah, it's, it's my astrological right sign caused me to go towards red flags. It's not my fault. That is not what you happened. just put stock in astrology right in front of me, dude. That's wild. Uh, what is number three? I agree with the not gossiping thing, though, before we... Like, yeah, let's, I, let's linger I've, I've had for this, a second. I've had this uh, policy in relationships of mine where... And I don't know if this is necessarily right in all situations. It's just a part of my personal code, but... If somebody is trying to bait me into talking shit about the person that I'm with, about my partner, or or they're saying something that I don't know whether it's true or not, I'll I'll shut that shit down regardless. So like, even if even if I know it's true, like if somebody's like, "Hey, you're so and so is you know she is is this or said that or did this and it was fucked up," I'd be like, "Dude, fuck off!" Like I'll, I'll I will defend you. And then I will, in private later, talk to you about it and get to the bottom of it. And if you're in the wrong, I'll address it with my partner privately. But as far as other people out in the public, I will defend you 100% of the time if yeah. you're my partner and I respect yeah. you. You know, just on, just on principle. Mm-hmm. Um, if you fuck up in front of me in public, and then I might, <laughs> I might curb your shit, you know, right. lovingly. If but it's <laughs> too much, to, yeah, you get under the bus too. But if it's something else. that I don't have a degree of certainty on, I'm just gonna always give you the benefit of the doubt and then address it with you later, not in front of people, because I'm not. I don't think it's. I don't think it's honorable to embarrass your partner. No, yeah. or to gossip about him. Right. Like even if it's you know, it just isn't the way to do stuff for a long-lasting relationship. For shall. All right. Uh, number three, they hug and kiss to start the day and to end the day. Fuck yeah. Which, absolutely. I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah. Gotta say, well, that's a, and that's I a find, great way to start the day. I mean, and I have an amazing relationship now, but we catch ourselves like we're starting the day, there's kids running around, there's shit to do, we're bouncing around, and we'll both, we almost do it simultaneously every, every day. We just kind of stop and go, wait a minute. Come here. Get over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, get, good morning. How are you? Come here. Let me hold you for a second. That's right. How's your day going to go? Let's let's. What are we going to do today? Oh yeah. So, 
And, that, and that's something different than I've done in any other relationship because I wasn't that guy. Mostly because different shifts and stuff like that. I mean, I would go days without seeing the person that I was with. Right. You know. Well, you're super in love now too. Also, yeah, it's it's pretty. It's I know it's gross. It's pretty gross. It's, it's pretty is. rad. Really tired of hearing about it. Uh, it's, <laughs> yeah, we're fucking sick. Of it. She's pretty kick ass, and it's yeah. nice to see you happy, you son of a bitch. I uh, I guess I I kind of scoffed at that one on, on, from the outset, just because not because I think it's a poor idea, but because I was like, well, yeah, if you love somebody, that will just happen. Mm -hmm. Like you're not you, like you think that you, it does. If but you have to, if you have Sorry. to think about it actively every day, I mean, sure, some days it's chaos right out of the gate, and it's right. just like, Ugh, but like. And barring that, you know, if you're waking up and you don't have to immediately rush into something and you love each other, chances are high that that's just going to occur, right? Mm -hmm. If you actually love each other. So but from like, my oh, perspective, kind of a given? from my perspective of, of yeah. working the different shifts, shifts that I did and, and not, not taking that moment of time and passing to do that, I, I recognize now that how important it is to, even when you're busy, stop what you're doing for a minute. And give that person attention. No, it's it's no different with kids. If you're doing a project at home, and kids, you know, if they want to go out and play ball for 15 minutes or 20 minutes or something, and what you're doing is really important, get to a stop point, take that break. Yeah, yeah, it's going to take you a little longer, but show that person that they matter. Is that absolutely and that that goes with your spouse as well as with your children. Well, and I don't think that people look at that the same. One thing that I don't remember the number, but the, with the spouse, uh, and this probably goes men and women and all relationships. Touching each other multiple times a day builds camaraderie between each other. Like you find yourself, I, I don't know if this goes with your study, but basically, you know, the more times you can, just touching, caressing, uh, you know, hugging, all those kind of things, the more you touch each other, the kind of more camaraderie you build in general. And it does work. Like, and, and you find that that's all it takes sometimes when you're busy, like in a relationship. Like with Monique and I, we're fucking racing on two different levels all the time. And all we need a lot of times is just throughout the day is just like, hey, I just want to feel your hand and your warm, my favorite hand. Come here. You know, and it's the more times a day you do that, the, the better you do feel it. Feel For me, anyway, it yeah, seems. I think but. that's true pretty much across the board. <laughs> On the flip side, if you're not feeling. need touch. Yeah. If you're not feeling like you want to do that with the person that you're with, you better start evaluating why. Right. <laughs> I feel like, yeah. I guess I'm in a weird spot because I'm like, I crave it. I'm like, give me. So maybe I'm codependent. Fuck, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> There's probably a slippery slope both ways. Uh, number four. Number four. <laughs> number four. They move towards the bedroom together each night. Uh, that one's kind of dumb. It kind of depends on <laughs> schedules. I, I don't know. It, if, if, you, if your schedule allows for it, again... Um, I'm screwed. Monique and I are screwed if that's the case. We're fucking getting yeah. divorced. Up. <laughs> so I haven't got it's to... only one thing out of a lot. We just okay. ruined Zach's it's just, marriage. It's, yeah, just some, ruined. It, it's some tips. If it's available to her, you... She just don't love me no more. If it's available to you and, you and you're not doing it and you're looking at your relationship and going, some of these things are, are, are kind of messed up, maybe that's one thing that you can do that, mm -hmm. that even subconsciously or consciously can make it better so mm. something to think about there. definitely I don't, I don't know about that one though man because that could be that could lead to that could create resentment you know because it's just like well i don't really want to go to bed right now but i'm doing it for the sake of because she wants to go to bed because you give the shit about hey you might get bed, late yeah. you know it's just like well okay right, but <laughs> but maybe motivation. not yeah <laughs> you know and it's just i'm just saying it could be good but it also could i don't know if i can condone that as universal advice for success right there's got to be a compromise i would imagine whatever situation we're coming up with it's like some nights you want you probably should go to bed at the same time 
like that's kind of what we do with you know Monique and I. We want to spend as much time as we can together, but we also are running two businesses or three businesses yeah. and being busy. I and so we, we try and make the you know make it happen and come together and do like a thing like every yeah. week we try and do a thing together where it's like we're just putting everything aside even though it's silly to have a date you know it's not like a date date like that but it's like we're doing a thing today together yeah. no matter what we're coming together mindfully which i think is at the heart of what that suggestion right. is driving at but like it's just i i think it's just the every night thing that that is is derailing yeah, me sure. a little bit you know because it's just like like you take my parents as an example I'm not there all the time anymore, but I'm I'm quite certain that most nights they they're like, okay, let's go to bed, and they just go to bed. You know? mm-hmm. But right, right. but when I'm there, my dad and I will fucking sit up on the back porch and talk until midnight, one in the morning sometimes. And my stepmom, bless her heart's like, I love you guys. I'm going to bed though. Right. <laughs> well, there's an added stimulus, and that's a little bit different. But if if your routine is your wife goes to bed at eight o'clock and you sit up and watch whatever it is that you watch, and you know fall asleep on the couch and she finally has to rouse your ass off of bed at one o'clock in the morning so you'll finally come to bed and that's your standard trust me that's pissing her off yeah that's too far <laughs> that's that, hurting her feelings that, that's too far the other way I so agree. don't so don't do that i yeah. agree with that yeah. again everything has its moderation mm-hmm. but it should i think that the consistent should consistency again work schedules and life schedules uh, uh matter oh, in that yeah, yeah mm-hmm. for sure um consistency should be do those things together i mean some of the best conversations i ever had we're not tired you know I mean, we're tired but we're not ready to go to sleep and we end up sitting and talking for two three hours about shit it's mm-hmm. great yeah um number five they continually do small things for each other this is huge yeah and and again we start taking relationships for granted and all those awesome things that you did at the start to show that you give a shit about the other person tend to taper off and that's that's very regular because life does happen and you have to keep that stuff at the forefront of of your uh of your relationship and i do st- have a little funny story and about you that. stop trying to impress each other so much at a certain point too like it's just like i'm not trying to win your affection anymore well, this I is because i genuinely want to help you do stuff it and i actually care about you yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it shouldn't be about trying to impress the other person it should just be about i'm doing this for you because i give a shit about but it you. is in the beginning almost invariably <laughs> right right but yeah. yeah that's what like, i mean this is how this is how that, virtuous and good i can point. be <laughs> yeah, yeah, when, yeah. We, when zach and i've talked about this i think for about the first six months of any relationship you can kind of fake who you are yeah but after about that about, about six months, you, you just can't do it anymore. True colors yeah. Yeah. shining through. I've been fooling you guys for years. <laughs> Still going. So. We, haven't, we haven't lived together <laughs> long enough. That's some of my relationships after six chef. months, <laughs> it's like I'm at the running of the bulls, man. It's, it's I'm like, oh, I should have caught on to that. How long? You didn't get to live yeah. with him long enough, maybe. I lived with it. Jeff for like a year, and I oh. see he still never got to see the real me. <laughs> he was working <laughs> diligently to yeah, hide it from you. He did. He just loves me. Oh, he forgave you for your. He thinks I'm sex. Transgressions. (laughs) Funny, funny story about doing kind things. Yeah, yeah. So this was uh, ex-wife number two. (laughs) I can remember working opposite schedules and all that. I came in on graveyard, and she when I would try and go to bed, she'd be getting up and making a bunch of fucking noise in the bedroom. It was really what she was doing. But again, trying to be cognizant of the relationship and make things go well. I'm like, you know what? Before I go downstairs, I'm going to make her a cup of coffee. I brought her a nice cup of coffee to bedside, and guess what? I got laid. It worked great. <laughs> so I did it the next day. Nothing. I did it the next day. Nothing. I did it the next day. Nothing. Finally, I came down. And I didn't do it. You know what she said? 
where's my coffee? Yeah. <laughs> so a nice thing became an expectation. So on the flip side, if someone's doing something nice for you, appreciate it that they're doing it because they care about you. As soon as you make an ex- expectation, it's probably going to be a problem. Right. See, and you're, careful you're, you're not being trained by somebody. You yeah, know, your, your brain works differently than mine because in that situation, I would have been coffee, laid, nice. Next day, coffee, no laid, hmm. Next day, ham sandwich. <laughs> We're testing out the. She was a vegetarian. Laid? No. Okay. Next day, salad. <laughs> Next day, pop tart. <laughs> no, no laid. Here's a puppy. Next day, I come up and just smother you with a pillow, just long enough for you to be kind of afraid, but then not actually hurt you. Uh, number Ooh, six. Number what, six. Which new thing is doing it? <laughs> number six. They celebrating. They celebrate in their partner's accomplishments. Big time. How many times? I yeah, mean, a lot of my agree with that. a lot of my calls that I went to in you know middle class and upper class families, the fights were about the jealousy of the other person's yes. accomplishments. There's so much jealousy in like supposedly loving relationships that yeah. are you know we're like oh damn you guys don't want each other to win. No. I mean, I celebrate Why? everybody's accomplishments. I, that's I what know, I want right? to see is I want to see people win. And when you have when you're with somebody that isn't that kind of person, that gets really frustrating. But when you're with somebody that actually wants to accomplish shit and works on it. For me, I mean that, that that's it's huge. It's exciting. It's, yeah, yeah the, it the makes tide, life so much. The more tide fun. raises all ships unless you decide to sink one. <laughs> <laughs> right. No shit. Uh, number seven. They stand together and refuse to let outsiders call the shots. Yeah. I mean, you got to take expert advice and science and all that stuff. But yes, I mean, it's basically in a relationship. It's you're an island. <laughs> you don't have to be an island, but that is kind of the way I look at it. It's like, well. Me and you forever, girl, and against the world, really. It could be anyone. It's against everything else. Right. Well, and if again, the police show up and tell you what to do, you should probably, you know. No, with, they with, don't. With they some don't. exceptions. <laughs> with some, I said they should. <laughs> I make suggestions. Look, if you guys can't get along to the point where the government's in your house, maybe one of you should leave. And they're both like, I'm not leaving. They need to leave. And I'm like, well, okay, you guys both suck. Okay. Hope you don't hit each other. <laughs> See, See you next week. Right. <laughs> yeah. I do. I, there is something special about like starting a business with with your significant other is fucking awesome. It's such a fun ride because I mean, I watched my parents do it and that was the best time in their relationship it seemed to me and they would speak of it that way too because you're just it's your strengths if it works. I, I was going to say it, it depends been, on who they are. There's been other versions of that story. Oh. I've seen Kitchen Nightmares, bro. <laughs> oh, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I, if, if you guys have that chemistry, uh there's something special about that and my parents had that chemistry for years and years i feel that with monique and i I love working with my wife it's so much fun to watch her do what she does and like and and how we play off of each other and and holy shit oh speaking speaking of of the wife she's brought us (laughs) what we were just talking about you mostly zach (laughs) that looks like olive garden bread bread looks like my fingers wow look at this Hey, say nonsense. hi, say hi, Mrs. Well, hello, hello. That's, uh, she brought us bread as we were talking about her. Now you guys know. Now you guys know. This ties right into what I was talking about, just to show what an awesome wife you are to your husband, yeah. to the whole world. Aww. Good job. Yeah, yeah, well. This, this had. You had no idea, but it sure did Let's show uh, perfect. Aww. Shout out to your darling boy as well. Well, man. our boy actually went to the <laughs> store this evening. Thanks, sir. Appreciate you. He made us basically Olive Garden breadsticks. Yep. So, and they're really very good. So now you're going to hear us. And they really do look they like they are. And so now we're literally going to eat he's, while he's you guys are listening. Captain Olive Garden, dude. Thank you, family. I love you. Love you. Bye. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Come back anytime with breadsticks. <laughs> so, number eight, Zach, I think you and Monique uh, show probably the best example I've ever seen in my life of this. 
Oh boy. They set aside time regularly to check in with each other. Hmm. I, I think that you guys do a really good job at taking time to sit on going, how are you? What's yeah. going on? You know? That's our right. routine. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it's checking, great. Checking in, not checking up on. Right. Oh, man, I've never checked up on her. <laughs> I wouldn't marry <laughs> somebody that I had to check up on ever. There's a there's a very important distinction between those yeah, two Yeah, dude. One is very unhealthy. <laughs> I, I feel, you like, feel like you have to go through their phone, you're in the wrong relationship. Oh, man. The way I look at it is, and Monique and I say this to each other all the time, it's like nothing happens in the world unless I can tell you about it. You know what I mean? To her. Because, and that's just where we are. I mean, she's my... Yeah, but this is more, I think, just checking on how are you doing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I had... So... I have a very firm no one ever gets to look in my phone policy. <laughs> and people are like, do why? Do you have something to hide? I'm like, yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever I fuck I want. <laughs> are you kidding me? I write all my songs on my phone. I journal on my phone. Mm-hmm. I have pictures that are just for me on my phone. Mm-hmm. And not the kind that you're thinking of. Just stuff that's like, this is personal shit to me. Like, I have I have photos of my dead ex-girlfriend on there, and I don't want you going through and going, who the fuck is this? And then I have to explain to you about my dead ex-girlfriend. Like, no. Right. <laughs> I will never, ever even look at your phone unless you hold it up to me. I can't believe that's like, You could be sitting debate. next to me on the couch and your phone go off, and you would be sitting there typing on it. I will not look at the screen of your phone. I can't believe that's a debate <laughs> with people. Where they're like, be. I should be able to look at your phone. It's like, really? No. Like, everybody, although, everybody deserves a certain degree of privacy. Right. It's like going through somebody's computer. I mean, that's really what it is. Okay, here's but my take. I, t- I here's wouldn't my be embarrassed on. for my wife. To, I, and I would trust my wife to go through my phone. I wouldn't be either of those things. I wouldn't care. About, but I would never be with a person that would want to. Monique, yeah. that would, so that's the last thing Monique would ever ask. Here, here's, how, here's how this can go. And I, I tell this story because there's some value to it. If you're one of these people that want to go through somebody's phone, phone again then you're probably in the wrong relationship or you're or you're putting a lot of pressure from something that happened in your past on somebody that doesn't fucking deserve it it's one of the two for sure so or, I was, or you have something to hide and you want to find what theirs is first so, so you can yours. yeah so you can or you're both cunts yeah they yeah. can both be cunts yeah they can both be cunts too <laughs> so uh i was in a relationship with a gal and out of the blue for no reason i was in the shower she decided to go through my phone which it wasn't locked or anything i'd never she never asked we never had that discussion but she decided to go through my phone which means she was looking to find something to be mad at me about for some reason so she gets into my emails and i got an email that said hey here's my new number um and it had three numbers it had the phone number and then it was like four five seven xoxo and she and then she had left to the baseball game for the kids. Oh, that one I was, was from me. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't, but I'll get to the story. <laughs> we'll get to the story. So I was getting ready early for work so I could go watch her kids play baseball before I started for work. And I get to the baseball game. I had no idea she had gone through my phone or anything. And she's and then she is pissed. I mean, pissed off at me. Like, what What are you doing? What, what, what the fuck? I went through your phone. I'm like, okay, Why? Because I wanted to see what you were up to. Well, that doesn't make any sense. What'd you find? She told me about the email, and I started laughing. It was from a buddy of mine that I used to work with in Wapato, who's over in Kitsap County now. He's a He was an undercover agent, and he was letting me know what phone number I could get a hold of him. He just used his badge number, and we always used to 
to like sign our reports and stuff, always making jokes. Love Deputy Getchell, right. XOXO. And he would, you know, he'd do his name and XOXO. So it was just a joke between us. So anytime we communicated, it was XOXO. Well, she doesn't know she this. It never came up. She didn't find it funny at all. So I, I started laughing and I explained it to her. Well, she had gone so far that she was trying to call the number and ask who it was well he doesn't know who the hell she is it's his it's his doper phone for work oh, no. <laughs> so, so if i'm like dude here's what happened she decided to go through my shit so now she thinks that you're some chick that i'm banging for whatever reason based on on the tag it doesn't matter what i tell her this is what she thinks so he starts t- sending her a picture hi i'm so and so here's my work car here's some heroin i bought today <laughs> <laughs> this is this is jake from state farm yeah and she never she she would never let that go she wanted to be mad at me so she could go out and do some other shit that came up later so that's what she picked so if you're that cunt oh wow don't be a cunt Stop that, doing that. that. Here's one. Yeah, on either when side you're of wrong. the equation. Don't be going through your girl's phone either. Don't be going through your guy's phone. Just, right. That's just if you have if you have concerns that you're feeling, just talk to them. <laughs> yeah. And if and you have to for a relationship, you have to be able to admit when you're wrong and say you're sorry to your significant other. It can't be that like power struggle or yeah. whatever. Which. Something that ended like pretty quick, quickly after that. Well, and too, if you manage. if you go looking for skeletons, chances are high you'll find them. Yeah, they're, we all kind of necessarily. Suck. They're not necessarily all going to be this big groundbreaking thing, but you might go you might go into your significant other's phone looking for like evidence of cheating or something, and then just find a text thread between them and one of their friends talking about some shit that like they don't secretly like about you. Or how about but something they would never say to your face? They just choose to tolerate it, but then now you know, and it starts a big fucking fight. Yeah. Or, so, it's, or it was something that was, a, that was in there before you were ever around. It's not. That's it, none of your fucking business to begin yeah. with. It was, you know, before you. So you're, you're hanging out with the wrong people if you feel like yeah. you can't trust them and stuff. You should probably move along. And if you're yeah, stop looking to it, make yourself a victim, stand up for yourself, and get the fuck out of the relationship. If it you're does not suck happy. if you're real invested, and, you, and it's easy to say. When there's, you know, if there's kids involved and you're you're stuck in financially or you're stuck in some other kind of way or you've moved away from your family, but still, fucking it. Yeah, uh, and I don't know. I'm, it, get out. It, Eject. It, it can work, but it has to be a mutual understanding. Whatever you do has to be mutual understanding. Like my folks, and again as an example, and they're they're a rare example in a lot of ways, but they use each other's phones constantly for stuff, you know. But like right. they have they have they have nothing. Like I mean. <laughs> For one, sorry, Dad. They're they're older folks, so they don't use their phone for the same amount of things that uh, a lot of us. He's not on grinder. But my dad's not. My dad. Well, that would be interesting. <laughs> my my dad is. Uh, he's. It's not that he's not tech savvy. He's a web web design professional yeah, by great, trade. Right. Like he he's tech savvy. He just you know phones are irritating, right. <laughs> even to tech savvy people. But 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 they have nothing to hide from each other. Even even in the mundane sense, you know, like they never say a crossword about each other, and they just take all that shit super seriously. And there's merit to that. Yeah, but I mean, if you're if you're under the age of fifty in today's world and you've had a phone for a meaningful amount of time, chances are nobody needs to be looking through it. You know, like right. there's just <laughs> right. If you've used it for like medical stuff, Especially like, what's this thing on my I mean, back? If I, if I hand I you my phone and I say, "Here, you can use it." which I have done, not mm-hmm. often, but there are some people, like my brother, I'll just hand him my phone. I'm like, oh, ham, hey, dude, I don't care. Like, you know everything about me anyway. But right. <laughs> oh, I, I, I let Polly use my phone all the time, right. but she she has no desire to go through it. Right. But she also knows and that that's, that's not okay, but I also will afford you 
the same respect. I will never go for you through yeah. your phone either. It's just, it's just, it's, it's the breach of trust that makes it a shitty thing. It's not necessarily what you do or don't find. It's just that. Well, a lot you, of times, what you're doing is creating the breach of trust. That's what I mean. Well, doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Jeff, you brought it up to me a long time ago. It's like maybe this is part of it. Like a lot of the phone, a lot of the calls you took in, when you were working was Facebook oriented, and these kind of the the phone is the gateway to cheating. It's the gateway to these weird places and to. It's a gateway to communication with the world, and bad thing it can be used very poorly. It's because it happens so much. People are maybe are extra paranoid about it, even in a good relationship. They're just if you're in a good relationship, you're not doing that shit. Yeah, that's the reality. It's like reading somebody's diary, though. It really is. Yeah, like it's just like yeah, okay. Even if there's nothing in there to hide, you read my fucking diary. Mm -hmm. Like, don't do that. What the hell? That's my space. No matter what (laughs) happens, it if they do it without your permission, it changes the relationship. No matter what, right? They're looking. They're looking for lack of trust in you and then creating a lack of trust in themselves right and you wonder why the relationship goes south even more after that yeah because yeah because it's like a projection a lot of times and they're like i don't trust you you're a cheater it's like oh fuck you've been cheating on me huh (laughs) good (laughs) good to know good to know (laughs) i'll just check where the smoke is exactly and number nine kind of ties into some of this you already said it um that they know how to say sorry and they mean oh shit yeah seriously like even if you're right in a discussion and there's some sort of dispute or we can call it a fight or an argument, you were probably being a cunt to defend yourself. At least acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I still I still believe in what I said, but maybe my delivery was shit and I, and I clearly upset you. I, I'm fucking sorry for doing that. Well, you're on the same team. That's the thing when you're in a relationship where you're like, oh, man, I want this to last forever. So when you are in an argument, it's like... I. I'm sorry for whatever I may have said that was that may have been mm-hmm. uncomfortable because I just want to figure out the answer with you. I mean, there's I've been in relationships where they want me to be or sorry you to figure it out for me. Yeah, they want me to be sorry for something <laughs> that I said specifically that I meant. You know, usually it's like, hey, uh, you know, stop fucking the neighbor or something like that. <laughs> you know, and well, you need to be sorry. <laughs> you need to be sorry. What a uh, poignant uh, no, example. I'm, I'm, I'm not sorry for what I said. Maybe I'm sorry for the way that I came at you, but you know, but. <laughs> The message was still the same. Okay, that's not the best example, but you know, you know what I mean, though. Pretty funny example. Pretty it's, funny a, it's a funny example, but we'll take best know. or funniest. Yeah. Either way. Or Number just ten. They don't make assumptions about their partner's feelings. They ask. That is, I think, a, a difficult one for people to do. I think so too. But yeah. We project a lot of times on other people, even when we're real close with them, how we feel. And then we assume that they feel a certain way because we've seen it before. That's a good one. You know what sucks is I actually missed three of these. I'm missing uh, 11, 12, and 13. Uh Uh-oh. That's okay. We can still get the point. This list is too long anyway. Just sum it up and don't be a cunt. (laughs) Don't be a cunt. As usual. (laughs) uh, That's the foundation of our religion and political party and personal life. Hot dog. Yeah. Um, uh, They say what they mean and mean what they say to each other. Yeah. But say it as politely as you can. If you come across abrasive, you're going to get abrasive back. Yeah. Be honest, but don't be a dick about it. So again, don't be a cunt. Again, don't be a cunt. Yeah. Hi, dog. You're not supposed to smell the breadsticks. This is a unique episode. We've never had one with breadsticks. (laughs) The dog is like kind of shocked. The dog's making a lot of of appearances here. Uh, (laughs) And be careful of the blame game. Take accountability on your end. And if they have accountability, it's okay. on both sides in a relationship, just take your accountability. Yeah, the, you're on the same team. So yeah. the team wins or loses, whether you who points it at who. At and whom. that really that's that's about it. That's that's the top six, point. Top points. Yeah. Those are real. Pretty, those were pretty good. I think 
Uh, yeah. Don't be a Shane's getting bored with it, so we'll, we'll <laughs> good, start it down. Good conversation material. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll move along to our last little bit of uh, discussion before we get to the reasonable party. Utility of power dynamics. This is a shade and story. Mm. We're going to go real that surface like level. some pretentious shit that would come out of my mouth. <laughs> real surface level shit, Shaden. What the fuck do you mean by utility of power no, dynamics? I'm a shallow guy, Zach. What can I say? Just not even a shovel, this guy doesn't nope. own one. No shovel on my dick or otherwise. <laughs> no shovel cock. <laughs> well, give us some information. What are, we right. t- what are we talking about? So this is another one of my uh, less than fully baked notions that's been rolling around in my head that I wanted to flesh out a little bit with you guys, but... I was thinking that people like to talk, uh, not all people, but there are a significant number of people that like to talk about um, the inherent bad parts of having like hierarchy or people in power over other people or, you know, corporations in power over whatever. Just, you know, big thing A wielding power over small thing B, mm-hmm. whatever the form it should take. And there are definitely some inherently bad things that can come from that because human beings are involved. Yeah, we get really cruel with each other, for sure. (laughs) We kind of tend to fuck shit up, um, even when it's a good idea. But my thought on the specifics of this was there seems to me to be a certain amount of utility to uh, systems of power both existing and being wielded in, in certain regards so to boil it down further how do you how do you combat violence without uh enacting violence in return right okay are you asking yes i don't know repeat the question if it was violence oh go ahead yeah how do you how do you combat slash prevent violence without enacting violence in return well, it's kind of like if you don't want to get a, don't want to get hit by a softball, don't stand in the batter's box, right? So, yeah. so that's exactly my you point. have to create just so there, there has to be. Well, okay, sure, but say taking that option off the table, violence has come to you, right? There's no distance allowed. You have to you have to do something about it now. How do you prevent it? Coast Guard. You can't. <laughs> you can't. I, I mean that that was my job is trying to solve things peacefully. But if it didn't go that way. Then it went to I violence. Say, if it was criminal, if it's not violence, if it's a criminal type thing, because we talked about this a little bit before. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, like, if we wanted to use nonviolence to prevent a crime, like say something that Visa does, like the way Visa handles somebody that's commi- committing a crime, they don't use violence to fight that crime. They will just talk to each other and say, "Hey, this guy's credits shit now, and this they guy's." Use, a, a, they use consequences, which does at the end of the line, at the very end of the line, have violence uh, with a person with a gun. At the very end, it takes a while, and right. they don't even. And most of the time, it doesn't go to that for fraud case. You know, those kind of things. Right. They don't even go. They just shut you off, or, or. But how much more would it happen if there wasn't a gun or something at the end of the line? Fair, but right. that, well, actually, with this one, because your credit score is basically it's a gateway to working with banks and working with lenders and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So they, they have this thing that doesn't require force that can significantly ruin your life. So your reputation right. is a thing that can be used to, to dispel violence. I think a little bit maybe. Yeah. So I don't disagree. Um, and it, that kind of illustrates my point on the issue because violence was just a point and example that I pulled out of the air. But 
my my point is that's the toughest my point one though, is prevention prevention of shitty behavior uh, or shitty things happening is that there are consequences on the other side mm-hmm. of of threats oh yeah yeah for right? sure so whether they're so violent if or... i if i make a threat but i am not able to back that threat up pointless i have no power yeah so in that sense power is vital like being able to ha- both have and wield power in certain scenarios is vital and it has utility mm-hmm. regardless of how people feel about it you know it's like you know whether it's oh i feel oppressed by the power that's being wielded against me that well like i said people are involved so yeah that's going to happen that's never going to be perfect but to say that no one should ever have power over another person is foolishness in my opinion the more i think about it possible you know because it's like okay so then if if nobody ever holds any power then parents then power 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 is going to find a place to coalesce anyway and it's not going to be where you want Right. It's going to be people that are like, cool, nobody holds power. I'm going to take it for myself. And those are the fuckers that you don't want having power. <laughs> no shit. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, so I would argue in this philosophical diatribe of mine that uh, power is essential and a a loftier pursuit would be to try and engineer things so that power most often falls into appropriate hands. That's the tough and trick. That's, that's far easier said than done. Because <laughs> it's, it's back to the people thing, and then it's back to the George Carlin, garbage in, garbage out. Mm-hmm. It's like the best we can do is probably what we've already seen. It's like this is the best we can do. People that want power aren't it's, the best of it's us. It's the best so. we can do so far. So far, yeah. yeah I agree. Uh, we shouldn't give up. I, regardless of, there will never be a utopia for humans, but we should always still try. We should always kind of work towards making it better. Yeah, the people that, don't want, that want power are usually ones that shouldn't have it and vice versa. Yeah. Yeah, it really is that. The people that don't want to run for office that seem very competent and skillful, it's like, we want you. And they're like, I would never, I never would. And they're like, damn it, we're yeah. fucked. Yeah. But even then, I, I think people with good intentions, they get into government. The government's not set up to work for people like we want it to. It's really just not a system for that. But that's a whole other conversation. Why don't, uh, why don't you, do you have any closing thoughts on the on the idea no. of this? Nope. That's, uh, that was the width and breadth of my my thoughts I like that, it though on that topic yeah. that was fun little combo. it's just an interesting thing to think about because it's easy to look at that kind of shit at face value and go yeah somebody having power over another person is shitty you know but it's but like it's so well, part of our but... world yeah. <laughs> is it, it every job be, every but... job you get there's a little bit of power with the manager over you and then the somebody over them and even parents the power is immense tyrannical power our parents have over yeah. their children until they're 18 in a society there needs to be some amount of control yeah right feels like it but we just wield it so goddamn terribly most of the time so we're always i don't know there's good examples I, I of people think, that I think it well. power is one of those things that's just not inherently good or bad it all comes down to how it's wielded yeah you know so let's talk media and the role of government and media so the idea was the fourth estate kind of thing the the fourth branch of government was unofficially supposed to be the media mm-hmm. and that's why it's free to criticize the government without any repercussions that's first amendment all that stuff uh, I'm pretty sure we would want that. Definitely free media. But where yeah. where does the media... I mean, if you look at the media today, it's kind of less investigative journalism, despite how many media outlets there are, it's, it's, and more just a press conference where the media cameras show up and they write exactly what the government says. Like, how would you... How would you envision our party trying to influence how media and government exist? How about you can't release a story until there's actual facts in it? Mm-hmm. An example... 
So let's or what? Yeah, we're, now the government's got a whole stranglehold on the media. Hold well, on. we haven't got to the or what? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm not even there. That's just let's, let's get my brain goes. Let's just, let's <laughs> just get to I'm just like, yeah, that's a nice thought. How? How about an, <laughs> how about an expectation just as reasonable people, right? Okay. Fair. So, say any type of police incident goes down, media starts showing up, and uh, you get a little gist. Okay, they know there was a shooting. Then it was okay. We know this person was shot. We know. Then they just start filling in airtime and start. Well, maybe this happened. Well, maybe this happened. Well, it could speculate. So there's all this speculation to kill kill all this airtime. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, well, that's what they reported on the news. So that must be truth. How right. about shut your fucking mouth until you know what happened? Yeah. And then it usually ends with an opinion and not a fact. Exactly. Yeah. The whole time it's just opinion, opinion, yeah. opinion. We yeah. watched Which, that happen. Hey, there's there's a place for op eds, man. Like I'm, I'm I'm all for people spouting their opinion in front of audiences. That's but how can you make an opinion? How can you make an opinion exactly, yeah, on something that you don't know what the fuck you're talking about? Yeah. Well, you're only I mean, speculating. Hold my beer. We, we do it all the time. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's our entire show. <laughs> irresponsibly, as the media of record for your your area, yeah, that doesn't seem good. Yeah. All right. Well. It We're, is a it is a tough one though, man. Because like part of me wants to, I'm part of me wants to be going down the road that you're going down, Jeff. Where it's like, yeah, there should be restrictions imposed upon you know, like there should be consequences for not not engaging with journalism in a conscientious manner. Well, we know? checks and balances like the government has between mm-hmm. itself, but we're talking about private en- entities, so it's weird, right? To do. And that kind of runs in counterpoint to personal freedom yeah. as well, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, fuck, you know, like, I don't, it's, it's gotta be like one of those things. It doesn't gotta be, but it, it seems like it would be nice to have it as one of those things. Like a, like a, you know, a surgeon where it's just like, you're not going to use this to harm people. You mm. have to take a fucking, whatever it takes yeah. for your personal code, a solemn oath or a, or a, you'll be, disbarred <laughs> right, right, disbarred right. from the media <laughs> well how about this like uh could would it be allowed for the government for the reasonablest party government officials to pay a media company to suppress news that we want suppressed i don't want news suppressed i want the bullshit suppressed if it happened and we fucked up or somebody fucked up okay that's fine right but I mean, is that a but separate question? Is it okay for the government to pay a, a media company to change or promote or no. or suppress a story? Not okay. No. No. Okay. Well, and how do you with the with the speed at which information travels now? Like how how do you how does one possibly stay on top of? But that that's shit the whole point. It doesn't matter if you're right. It just matters if you're first. That's a fucking problem. Right? It also becomes we about intent when people know that they're purposely trying to keep something to manipulate something compared yeah. to somebody accidentally doing that because the information doesn't but come out. People that makes sense. people love news that's not true though. Like they love news that's readily available in their face and they don't give a shit if it's true. Right. You know, that's the thing about... Especially which, if it's entertaining. I mean, even, yeah. uh, even me, I, I like The Onion. <laughs> right, sure. <laughs> you know? I mean, I granted, I go into it, it little... knowing that it's satire, but still, I'm just like, it gives you... You get a kind of a thrill out of it, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, you almost get better news from the satire of, of The Onion and the Babylon Bee going back and forth, it's parodying really funny each when other. shit on The Onion actually <laughs> happens, like, later. Yeah. <laughs> In some shit. form, it's like, oh, God, no, that was The Onion. <laughs> They're running out of shit. They're like, life is getting worse than, than what we can make up. It's probably The Onion behind it that Stranger probably thing. made those bad things happen. They're like, ah, now we look like prophets. <laughs> <laughs> this will sell more shit in the future, too. <laughs> All right. Well, where does the media sit? Uh, is it okay? What do you think, Shaden? Is it okay for... I mean, we just saw 
I don't know if you guys are paying attention to the Twitter files or whatever the hell they're called. Um, basically, it, it looks I haven't investigated nearly as, enough, but I'm not going to right now anyway. I'm busy. <laughs> um, but you guys maybe can tell us. But it looks like the government, uh, it looked like Donald Trump's government, but it, the FBI under Donald Trump, so working against Donald Trump, uh, which is another whole other thing that's interesting, uh, paid Twitter to not run specific stories on specific things. Sound like the Hunter Biden laptops, blah, 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 all that stuff. My problem is I don't give a fuck about these actors that are playing in this fucking game. I don't care about any of the shit. None of the politicians mean anything to me. But the principle of government manipulating media is fucking weird. That's not... I mean, it's probably been done a million times. Maybe I'm completely blind to it and blah, blah, blah. They call that propaganda, right? Yeah, that's... Like we should not be proud on any level that that's happening, and we and whether it's legal or not, it should just be one of those things that we look at each other in the eye and say, you know, I'm not going to kick you in the balls, or I'm not going to I'm not going to talk shit about you. I'm not going to do this. We're not going to do that. We're not going to let our government talk, go into private companies and say, hey, we don't we don't want you to run this thing during an election so that we can manipulate the fuck out of the people that watch your shit. Right. Like <laughs> that's wag the dog. That's fucking propaganda like you said that was probably uh, going on our whole lifetimes and our parents whole lifetimes yeah. and before that but now the social media it, it, media comes out so fast now it's just exacerbated right yeah. well it's, i feel that uh in our in our preferred system the government would not be the pageant that it is now like all the all the hollywood-esque features of it where it's just like everybody's on the team of some cult of personality that shit wouldn't exist by virtue of the fact that we in if we had our way the government would just be a like a minimal system that's not making anybody rich necessarily and like is just there to serve as a lattice work for a free, a free and open market right mm-hmm. so that being the case that would just automatically by extension remove the the desire slash necessity i don't want to use the word necessity but you know the proclivity to just make all this shit up that's inflammatory and for like the you know the government would have no would have no place manipulating anything because mm-hmm. the government wouldn't be something that everybody's plugged directly into every fucking day right you know through one through one drip feeder or another so I think that's because, like, if it's if if it if if we were trying to change the media with the government the way it is now, I'm afraid it's just simply not going to happen. I agree. I agree. So the government itself would have to change, and I mean, reasonable as party platform, it would certainly change. Yeah. Up to and including much dismantlement. Well, what's what's the relationship between you know, media companies make their money from advertising. There's got to be a massive chunk of, of media money uh, going from political candidates every year. I think it's part of the reason why campaigns cost so much is from all the ads that they buy. So that relationship right there, I'm not against it. The First Amendment allows us to, to be freedom of the press. And you can lie your ass. I mean, you shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, and at certain levels, there's libel and slander and all that shit. But, I mean, that relationship is very almost incestual, I guess. But it's certainly uh, not comfortable where I mean it's just this circular money thing where it's like we're going to pay you to cover we're going to pay you a bunch of money to advertise and then you're also interested in covering this and that's why we want to pay you to do this and it's this circle 
Who was the kid? Sorry, who was the kid that sued some of the networks? Um, Sandman. A couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the COVID or the Covington Catholic. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So that whole situation. <laughs> I mean, so there's there, that's the only <laughs> that's the only one I can think of where uh, there was nobody knows repercussion. I'm not sure. I've heard numbers. Who knows if well, sued for, but they're true? You know, tens of millions of dollars. Right. but it was. But there, you know, there was. I know there was an actual judgment on that. Yeah, they just they um, just found it in the couch at the White House. They're like, fine, here you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we were, we were going to spend this on. We were going to give this to anyway. Ukraine, but you can have this. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. We we're going to spend this on lobster dinners for last night's fucking gala. Patting uh, ourselves on the back that for being senators. <laughs> that didn't seem to uh, make a dent in. No, in business. It set no. a precedent, though. No, the media doesn't. They don't have to apologize. Remember back in the day when they would get shit wrong? They'd, I mean, it'd be in the seventh page or some shit on the, you know, but they'd retract things and say, but Americans don't even care. Like, if you fact check all these things that have been said over the last several years to us that we've been super serious over, both sides, if you just go back and fact check it, it's like, None of that shit has been true, and no one gives a fuck. And it's been not true this whole time. But you're still arguing. And if you prove that it's not, not true, true you're a, a bigger cunt to the person that wants to believe. Yeah, yeah. well, that's it's become common weird. practice to when a, when a news outlet gets like says something that ends up being proved false in a very big way. Mm. They 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 won't come out and go, "Hey, that thing we talked about, we fucked that up." They'll just quietly delete it. Yeah. And say, oh yeah, just and, scrub and it from nothing, the website or you know? some shit. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, cool. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's so helpful, guys. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. But you'll still see people arguing about the things that were debunked years ago. Yeah. Where you're like, dude, what are you talking about? Literally, all you have to do is just double yeah. check the it's thing that few, you believe. Few just clicks away. Check. It's a few clicks away. I uh, goofy shit. Or I guess taps if you're doing it with your phone. <laughs> it's funny. We always <laughs> yeah. say clicks, but like I'm probably like one of the few fuckers still clicking around the internet. Like everybody's <laughs> on there doing their phone. It's all thumb shit. But yeah. uh, I feel that headlines are. Uh, have become super nefarious as well like even on a local news level like the these vague headlines that make it seem like something super inflammatory mm -hmm. and then you get a couple paragraphs into the actual article and it's like oh it didn't actually mean that and it's like i see what it means now but if i was just to glance at the headline and take that as my my little excerpt okay i'll give you a prime example this happened this week actually might have been in the last day or two i was sent an article or just a just a headline that said um child sex trafficking ring export exposed at northern quest casino right i heard that yeah and that What'd was you just and that was the headline. say that again it said the headline said get off your phone what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> do you really want to know what i'm doing <laughs> no my, apart my apartment in pierce possibly is flooded right now oh, no no, no. So, well, I don't feel like a dick for me and me and you. <laughs> I'm not going to take you back. You can't know that. As you were. What I said, Jeff, was uh, I, I got sent this headline, and the headline of the article said, Child Sex Trafficking Ring Exposed at Northern Quest Casino. It has to do with the, uh, the little uh, discovery land where you can take your kids and drop them off while you gamble. It has to be. Oh wow! Well, <laughs> turned out sounds like not, but that's that's what I yeah. mean about the that's what I mean about the headline because you'd look at that headline as a layman and go, 
wow, Northern Quest never going was, there again. Northern Quest was involved in a in a child sex trafficking right. ring. No, they were just happened to be using Northern Quest's premises, mm-hmm. unbeknownst to Northern Quest, to operate and and do it was a, it was a meat location. Yeah, right. And but it's like that headline. If I was the owner of Northern Quest, I'd be like, you motherfuckers. I'd have my lawyer. I was referring yeah, yeah. to the joke that I was making about the last time I went to the casino, oh, yeah, that's right. realizing <laughs> that there was the a discovery for there yeah. was a daycare basically at the casino. I'm like the one thing to keep people out of the casinos was having to be responsible for their children. Now they don't have to do that. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. That's funny. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying is the same thing. I keep seeing these like celebrity ones where it's like Henry Cavill said this about, you know, Sandra Bullock and this thing and it's some deflammatory, you know, deflammatory thing and then you well, get into it Henry and it's like Henry Cavill's a gentleman, so don't believe anything. Right, exactly. <laughs> but then you get into it and it's like he actually said that during this this moment that she needed that and she thanked him for it and it was this important thing right. or vice versa whatever. Yeah. And it's always out of context just to get you to do the clicking. Right. But the thing is, it's like, when did, why are we keep forgiving? I mean, it's not just some random like nerd site for comic books and shit. Like Star Wars fans unite. It's motherfucking CNN. It's MSNBC. It's Fox News. We let them get away with this shit. Well, it's a simple answer. And our local news. It's a simple answer why people are, because if it fits what you feel about the other team, if you if you're on a team and it's not your team, you get to hate all the other ones. So anything negative that you see, you get it's almost like dopamine. Yeah. It's almost like gambling. Yeah, yeah it right. Is. It is. People so are in love with the hold idea on to of staring at a horrific car crash. Yep. And and I've seen train wrecks. They are pretty impressive to yeah. look at. It's right. terrible, but you still want to stare. But, but you yeah, start developing this addiction when you get these headlines that light that same part of your mm-hmm. brain up, where it's like, oh. Whoa, 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 and right. then that's all you fucking want. So, so you don't really care. You start caring less and less about the truth of the issue, and you just care more about that getting that like, ooh, that's fucked up. Ooh, yeah. that's fucked up. Oh, those bastards! Like, and there's nothing super, you can super super do about it. That's <laughs> what we do. I wonder if some of the answers for the, some of the problems that we have with media lies in the people that own this shit. Like, I mean, a lot of the companies. There's a, a sizable amount of the blame that can be placed there, I think. Yeah, because sure. it's up to them to decide. They can bow to the things that are weird and that the pressures that go against the right thing to do or you know, relatively the right, right thing to do. It seems to me a lot of the owners of these private businesses can do the right thing. Like, whether you like free speech or not, uh, and whether you know, I mean, free speech is for the government and government places, but you can still be fucking all about freedom of expression on your platform or on, or in your sphere of influence. You could be the guy that says you can yell whatever you want at Best Buy because I'm the CEO of Best Buy. And you can say whatever the fuck you want in here. Yeah. You just yell about whatever. You know. <laughs> now that I think that that's probably the best idea. But. Yeah, it's just it's shitty because as with most things, the honorable path is not usually the profitable path right that's really it's not it's not a matter of couldn't they just behave honorably of course they could but wouldn't you want to throw your money at honorable companies i feel like that's actually the future of of these businesses because everything's getting more transparent yeah the more honorable you are the more i'm going to want to give you my money if i can or if you have a service that you have and your competitor's not honorable i feel that way but i am not possessed of enough faith in humanity at large to think that they would do well across the board that way if there was an honorable media source though i think it'd do good or how about it crush the fuck out of our current i would like to hope that it would well you guys brought up the the babylon b i respect them for their satire because they're very open this is satire this is not news this is satire this is what we're doing well they have to be yeah (laughs) but it's and they're pretty open about what so why do they what team they're on too why do why do they have to be because news channels don't have to be. Right. Well, so they're all kind they? of entertainment, really, when it comes down to it. But, yeah. uh, 
Yeah, no shit. The satire goes so far because there, there's zero facts involved. I'd say with CNN, there's sometimes facts involved or Fox News. <laughs> They're both. Sometimes they use facts to make the points that they make on TV. Right. Yeah. Sometimes. I don't know for sure. Sometimes. Actually, I watched that shit. I watched. I used to watch both of those things all the time. Yeah. I used to be such a... I'd saturate myself. And, you guys, and just a few years ago, I would just listen to both sides. I'm so glad I don't do that anymore. It's so gross. I still just kind of feel, at the end of the day, like we as a species are just not yet ready to be this connected to all of us. You know this is I mean? the like we're, this we're, is the we're definitely ready to be connected to like our communities. <laughs> I think internet like that for size local, of a group, you local know? internet. And what sucks is I see the positive value and power of this little fucking black box I hold in my hand. There's and huge. And I try upside. so hard to get it out there, but it only matters to very, very few. Where if I say something shitty and ridiculous, it's it's crazy how much. Uh, traction that gets yeah i've played games that promote that that's it actively promotes the garbage and suppresses the good shit because the garbage gets more clicks i've done it intentionally just to see how it would go and every time it's the ridiculous bullshit that everybody loves so the cell phones are great the computer in your pocket is fucking awesome uh social media is strange because there's certain platforms that have these algorithms that encourage yes good though but it encourages, like we talked about last week, There's, it's without doubt, ages 10 to 14, if you're a, a young female especially, you're fucking in danger at any level of exposure to Instagram. At any level of it is what the, sta- what the data so, shows. I'll sooner hand you a loaded gun <laughs> it's, it's basically <laughs> than the an same, Instagram account. <laughs> right? It's playing, it's playing games. So it's social in, in, in my life that's probably going to be true. Yeah. But it's not teach all. Teach the gun, we'll have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not all social media and it's probably not even like Instagram's probably great for a lot of people, you know, and people and some people can turn it off, turn it on, only spend a little bit of time, blah blah blah. You can choose to use it correctly. Yeah. Well, I mean and and there's back to the thing again where it's like it comes down to if I mean it's it's Facebook, Meta, whatever, they own Instagram. So it's really up to the leadership of this private company to say, we're looking at this data, and it says here that it's hurting girls at ages 10 to 14, like severely, like increasing things ridiculously, and that's the correlation. We have some sort of obligation, because we live here on the planet with fucking everyone else, to not do that anymore, to work on that, to fix that. And what you kind of see is, like, Facebook, Meta, whatever, they're kind of incentivized to be like, well, we found this study over here that says it's actually really good for them and that, like, this has nothing to do with the yeah. drastic increase of... Who paid of, for the study? We did. <laughs> uh, Google, too. It wasn't just us. And so you're kind of like, I don't know. But, you know, social media is fucking amazing because it brings people together with good... People with good intentions, when they come together with social media, it is fucking beautiful. And I can speak for the whole Scatcast universe. Like, yeah, without people, social media, I wouldn't have hundreds of awesome people in my life so right look at our there's some parts our discord channel as an example it's fantastic i've seen like maybe two negative things on there since its inception and they were like so like they were just like like not even it was just like hey quit it right (laughs) you know what i mean and it's like there's not an insignificant number of people on there and it's it's a kick-ass community yeah you know And, and, and when there is any type of quote-unquote conflict right it's really cool to just watch respectful people have actual a, 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 
a dialogue and, and, and talk yeah, through things like, and go, oh, okay, yeah. that's cool. Here's yeah. why that's shitty, and you know, yeah. like, this, this is how it makes me feel. Why, why can't the rest of the world be like that? Yeah, well, makes sense. Yeah, it's just it's more fun to shout in the street, I guess, but it gets old. <laughs> it gets old real fast. Do you guys remember when Instagram before Instagram pre Facebook? Do you remember it before no, Facebook bought uh-uh. it? I do. Well, before Facebook bought it, yeah, I think so, but not. It, Instagram was cool as shit before Facebook bought it because it was just like, it was all, it was social media, but it was all centered around photography. So it was, it was just basically like a bunch of people, a bunch of like professional all the way down to amateur photographers that were just like competing to see who could take the cooler picture and put filters on it, you know? And, and then like, came, and then, and then the selfie camera. Yeah. And it became, and maybe I'm, influencer. maybe I'm looking back with rose colored glasses, but I remember, man, I like, I, I've, I've had my Instagram since Instagram was like in beta. Cause I was just like, cool pictures, you know? And I, I like, you scroll back to the beginning of my Instagram and it's like grainy cell phone pictures of clouds that look like dragons and shit, you know? And like that was Instagram back <laughs> uh, in the day. It wasn't, it wasn't like chicks wearing fishnet shirts with their nips hanging out of them. And I'm, pretty, I'm not opposed to that necessarily. Well, but me neither but i'm not going there for it either like yeah, there's no. there's porn websites i don't need my porn websites on instagram necessarily right. <laughs> <laughs> for sure yeah so anyway just a little reminiscence from my from my part i miss when that particular social media was i always thought instagram was cool. less toxic because of the way the features were yeah and I, I it's still less toxic than facebook and twitter i mean there's no place more yeah. toxic than twitter and facebook yeah. so. I noticed that I was able to develop the my algorithm or, or whatever. Everything that comes through my page is positive shit. Hard go go get off your ass. You, do something. You really are in charge of what you see on your feed. It's ridiculous that we're. I mean, you can block anything you want. It takes you know. a lot of work, though, man. Like I did the same thing with my Instagram, but it's like you got to you got to fucking sit there for hours and set that True. shit up and fine tune it if you really want to have a custom experience, which I guess is worth it. I just find the more positive shit I like, the more it gives me. Or the more, ch- or, yeah. or the more, the, the more challenge your mind stuff, really. Yeah, challenge, yeah. challenge your it's personality. Like, oh, like this, well, it's a little, this. it's a little different when you're a performing musician too, because then there's this whole like expectation of like I'll follow your page if you follow mm-hmm. mine, and I'm like I don't follow any. Yeah, I don't, page. Wanna, I don't <laughs> like I don't do that. I don't endorse you, but please endorse me. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I'm more important. Than you. I'm more that self-centered a, than you are. Let's see how it goes. Roundabout way of saying that I'm pretentious. <laughs> we all kind of are. Well, okay, last question on this, on the media role. Uh, can Should government be able to pay media companies, taxpayer money, to manipulate the media no, in any way ever? You know that's fucking okay. ridiculous. Yeah. So ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous. Ridiculous. Okay, so that's happening in your world today, guys. Don't worry about it. All right, now on to fuck, <laughs> fuck <laughs> this, to yay this. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go yay this thing this time. because I want a yay? Yeah, I got to. Taking a Yeezy? We got it. Since it snowed, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Since it snowed so fucking much in this area, uh, grocery delivery and the people that, that do the grocery delivery, yay. Fucking heroes. And uh, I, would, I don't ever want to go back to when you just couldn't do that. I don't know, Zach. How well did it work out for you today? I'm a little hungrier than I could have been. <laughs> Got a little later. You're still depending. I still, you know what? Even more, you're depending even more on somebody to come through for you than going to the grocery store yourself. I'm not, it's not like a life or death thing. I just want my fucking snossages <laughs> so I can feed my dog and I want to eat my food. No, it, you know, even though that they were late today or didn't even come today, we had to cancel it and stuff. It's snowing like fucking schmaggity outside. Uh, it's still, what a great 
neat service that that is. And through this it's time cool. where it was it's bullshit. It's a cool I imagine I was in a car for six yeah. hours today to come to this show. <laughs> He's a grouchy cunt. This You'll guy. be all right. <laughs> <laughs> you can make it four I, blocks away to go, to go to the grocery store. So I'm a little bit of a hypocrite for making fun of you, and I'll tell you why. Throw down. I, I don't get my groceries I'm delivered. speaking for Mrs. Scriptkeeper here, too, yeah. so she's going to come after you I guys if you go too hard. I, I don't I don't get my groceries delivered ever. Um but it's not because I'm against it necessarily. It's just one of my my handful of excuses to force myself to get out of my house because I work at home. I'm just like, no, you're going to go deal with humanity and you're going to go not through self-checkout and you're going to do the whole... And you're going to get a, a not an insignificant amount of groceries. And so it's just like part of my... like. I make myself do it. I honestly hate going to the grocery store. Like ever since I lived, I don't with, know anybody. Ever who since loves I lived with that sociopath, that like going to the grocery store yeah. just automatically meant I was in for hell for the rest of the day. You know, so I was just like, I still my brain still associates the grocery store with like, oh, your day's about to go to shit. Oh, you know, so we'll have to hear more of those stories. I force myself to do it partially for that because I just, I don't want that to be my forever association if I can help it, and also to get out of the house. But I uh, I get like salads and shit delivered to my house for lunch like three to five times a week probably <laughs> no shit. from from doordash drivers which like the people at Qdoba probably recognize my name at this point they're like oh shaden again <laughs> tell them we said hi it's good to build rapport with people that but it's but it's not it's not born from a sense of laziness like i i'll i'll do it when there's food in my house it's just a matter of i'm too busy to take an hour and and lose my momentum and cook like today zero chance i would have eaten if i would have cooked my own food i just would not have eaten because i did not have a single spare minute this whole day and i won't until probably two in the morning yeah. you know so i was yeah, like yeah. well i want to eat something that's not shit i don't want to just eat some instant you know garbage or just live on protein bars so I have somebody deliver a salad and i'm very thankful and i tip them well fuck yeah <laughs> fuck yeah the service is great you know i mean I order shit delivered to me too, just not groceries, but you know, I, the last thing I bought was some bed sets for the kids. You know, it was nice that they delivered it and I have to go to a fucking mall and go pick it out. I'm appreciative of that. But as far as like groceries and stuff like that, I, I still just, I understand why people do it. It's very convenient. But my thought is like, for the most part, I, I mean, I like to go out and kill my own meat. I can at least get in my car and go to the grocery store and go through the aisles that they all have it nicely lined up and set up and displayed for me yeah. and go through a line and talk to a human being and pay it. Notice I didn't say self-checkout. So for you, it's a matter of providing for yourself. Like it's not necessarily... Yeah, I get to like, live in like, society. Like, I don't, I don't feel like I needed to provide for myself when it comes to the kids' bunk beds, but but when it comes to like my sustenance for me and mine and shit... I, I surely get off my ass and go Put in it. some effort. Yeah. That makes sense. That's just how I feel. It, it doesn't sense. make me right or wrong. It's just my personal... Yeah, I don't really feel like honest. I have to prove anything to myself that has to do anything with the grocery store, so I just kind of let it come to me. <laughs> <laughs> they can bring the trail mix to me. I don't need to go find it at exactly. the store. The grocery the store is beneath me. They deserve to bring it to me. <laughs> no, I, it doesn't feel like that big of an adventure where it's like you get to talk to people. It's like, not really. I mean, they're not happy to talk to you. Have you been to the grocery store where somebody's excited to talk to you? Since you know, when, when I move up on the mountain, I mean, there's a Bullshit. lot of people up there that, I mean, Costco delivers up there. I think it's a 48-hour delivery, I believe. Might might even be 24-hour delivery. But you can call up Costco and order, and they will they don't even charge extra to bring it up there right. up on up on the mountain there and i understand why people do it because of you know all the weather and snow and it's almost it can be too dangerous to go drive 
you know, an hour and a half to go to the closest Costco. So I understand why they also, do it. Also, people in America work fucking hard. We're the hustle culture here. Include, all over the world, people work hard. But that's, that's it. People are working hard. Just like you said today, Shane, mm-hmm. you had no time. I have no time. <laughs> the go- grocery store is 10 minutes to go somewhere is fine. 20, 30 minutes in the store, depending on how busy it is, not fine. Not fine. That's way more <laughs> I, money if I, I sit at home. I think and, you and have work. much more of an argument from that from that position for sure, because that's how I justify that. You know, getting a salad delivered for lunch is. I'm just like, look, I don't, <laughs> I don't have time. Like, be like, yeah. oh, t- dude, it takes you 20 minutes to make a salad and sit down and eat it. Yep, but right. I did not have 20 minutes. To Plug in 75 hard right now. <laughs> Here's what's going to happen if you actually do the 75 hard thing and you do it, like really, really do it. Do what it says. Meal prep. You are going to, yeah, meal prepping is really huge in it, first <laughs> That's off. That's what I'm doing. But you are going to recognize how much time you just absolutely dick off in a day. And you'll be like, because it sounds like so much stuff to do in this program. And then when you start doing it and you start cutting out these other things that you used to do, you can do all this shit and you have a ton of free time. To, to do other things. You're like, how did I make it through a day before and now I have all this time and I'm doing extra? Not one time think, would I ever I choose to use my, sp- my spare time to go to the grocery store, though. Yeah, that's the I thing. Think, I'd like. I think that's true for a lot of people, but I think for me it's just going to translate into 90 minutes less sleep every day <laughs> I'm not really dicking off that much, right. to be honest. I mean, you guys know me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I worked 14-hour days and I was able to do it, so. Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I'm on board. You know I'm doing it, but I'm mm-hmm. just it's not going to be a matter of, oh, I'll just play less video games. I don't play hardly any video I know. games. You don't know. understand because you haven't done it yet, but I've done it. Just trust me, it's going to happen. Okay. All right. Well, I work like 16, 18 hour days, and mm-hmm. I definitely don't feel like I have. I'm well, still going to try. Jeff thinks he knows. Oh, you're going to do it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you were going to do 75 hard. You've been saying that you weren't going to do it the whole I time. I know. I like fucking with you. <laughs> 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 it's just a, a hobby of mine, I guess. Cause well, I on your it. walk, go to the grocery store. I, I'm literally not going to go to the grocery store ever again <laughs> for this reason. You might as well just give up, Jeff. It I, I mean, it's like the same thing. It's it like was just Jeff, a suggestion. Jeff, you know that electricity goes in your house. I need you to go out there and fucking get some oil out of the ground, dude, and You're pump walk that. Back with bags. Of <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. If like, I had the equipment, it, it, the, the ability to get my own oil out of the ground, you fucking know I would. But think how much waste of time that is. Otherwise, you could just take the electricity I'd waste and the learn time how to than the money. use a book. You could read a book. See, that's the difference of philosophy. It is. Yeah, yeah, my time, the of time is so much yeah. more valuable to me than fucking going to the grocery store, pick out my own jar of olives. Like, I don't give a fuck. Pick the olive jar that yeah. for me. My, my time is more valuable to me than any amount of currency like that's what exactly. I've, I've, I've told employers exactly. that because they're like what motivates you and I'm like not money no <laughs> but no. eating kind of motivates me to, to all get off my ass <laughs> like, well that's all we really have for you because <laughs> yeah. we want your time right. <laughs> <laughs> what'd you say Jeff? I said but eating motivates me so I'll get off my ass and go to the grocery store and get a workout in at the same time it, I'm, I'm actually saving time in my mind right well, yeah. Well, I'll I'll give you that. If I when I go to the grocery store, I never only go to the grocery store. Like I I work it into like yeah, other the things. whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Got all the circuit, stuff at once. You know, so exactly. I'm like, okay, I'm killing. At least I'm yeah. killing multiple birds with one stone. Right. But that's what I'm saying. That's what you start doing. You're like, oh, I need to plan this day so I can get all this shit yeah. in. So you but, plan it, then you realize to, I'm not trying to do to chores. Point, but then you realize you have point, Jeff, I'm going to defeat your argument a little bit here because to Zach's point, with a little bit of creativity, about two minutes worth, you could plan it so you do your other two stops and your groceries are waiting the moment you get home and you didn't have to go to the store at all so you saved 30 minutes in the grand scheme it's definitely another way but it's still (laughs) 
depending on someone. It's an extra step of depending on someone else. You know, the first thing that somebody does when they start to make money and they want to start making more money is they pay people to do their chores so they don't have to waste their time doing their laundry, doing the cleaning, doing all the grocery shopping. It's the first thing that they do is so they, they, they can use the time years. that they get paid, <laughs> you know, hundreds or thousands of dollars an hour wisely and not spend it going down the aisles of a store that anyway, you know what I mean? Like nobody, nobody that's working or running a company. Well, you're right. I would pay other people all that time so I could go out and get my own food. Right. <laughs> <So>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. That's, You'd be out there. That, that's what I mean. The whole, the whole debate's pointless because it's just purely. A, a, it's subjective. It's a different, it's a difference of philosophy. Like, but how like, about this? Like you if you said, go to the Zach. store, make it fucking awesome. Own the store, have fun, double up, <laughs> get lots of things done. Meet some people. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Make like, some contacts. Okay. Business Sorry, contacts. I, mean, I, I just go to the store for the sake of mountains. Sanity. I don't have anything to prove to anybody. I just <laughs> I, when I was single, like I would just go to the store just to pretend that I wasn't, or like the that I was working towards not being single, kind of thing. Like I'd go to Safeway and be like, "Those are pretty girls," and I'm just a, I'm part of society too. But I was just you know living isolated. <laughs> like I don't have anything going on. But anyway, <laughs> so can, grocery that's, shopping that's can hilarious because I can so picture you. Doing the, there's that. something to be said for convenience, but convenience makes me feel fucking lazy. I guess I get, that's the dude, best way to sum I get it up. that, and I get that, but. I'm not lazy when I'm asking for that convenience. So that's why I'm like, no, 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 I'm not doing that because I don't want to go to this. I don't want to go to the store, but it's not like I can't. But I whether, just really want to do the, the thing that's I'm, I get to do. I'm even lucky if it's I get justifiable in my life to do something like that, if it makes me feel bad about myself, I shouldn't fucking do it. And that's just how I operate. It would make me. It makes me feel. Don't feel a little so shame after so jerking off in the dog's mouth, dude. No, Come on, you should stop doing it. Well, I don't have a dog anymore. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't know why I added that uh, last part. Why are we answering childhood the dog's mouth? Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I was one of eighteen different fucking. What are kind of dogs? What do you have? Labrador retrievers. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you Dude. come in each other's mouth. It's no big deal. Yikes. Yeah. Well, I said so you that got cats. You got dogs. All right. Gross. All right. Well, let's just arrive. Podcast does not endorse any form of bestiality. No bestiality. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Where's everyone's? But we will joke about it. <laughs> on to animals, though. Real quick advice. Uh, this is advice I give myself. This is the gerbil world. This is all I do, and we probably talked about this here too. I never know what I've talked about here anymore. Too many podcasts. <laughs> but basically, whenever things get weird and people start arguing or really any kind of conflict, I just zoom out in my head. I pretend I'm in a cloud above everything and, you know, looking down on the world like a cunt. And uh, I picture all the things that are making all the talking noises that are arguing and making all the dumb points and talking about their damn opinions and feelings. And I turn it into little gerbil people. And so they, and gerbils don't speak English in my little gerbil world. So they squeak at each other and they just squeak. And when you look at little animals, I grew up in a fucking pet store, can you tell? When you look at little animals just barking at each other, there's silly. You're like, what the, What possibly could that be about, you know? And really, when you think of humans that way, it's kind of the same thing. Like, we're fighting about, we has got a nuclear missile pointed at this nuclear missile. And it's like, what are they arguing about, though? What's, what is it? They're like, well, they don't, they don't share the same kind of way that we like to share. And they're, they're, they have different kinds of ideas for infrastructure. And it's like, God damn it, that's nothing. You're just... That's, so it breaks down like that. And same with fighting between couples so and stuff. So were you just looking at me and Jeff as gerbils a Fuck few yeah. minutes ago? <laughs> Little gerbils fucking just... No, because that, wasn't, that no. really wasn't a... That wasn't even a spat. You guys, yeah, we weren't even arguing. It was just... just loves I was arguing. Talk. Fuck both of you. <laughs> Take me seriously. <laughs> but uh, it sounds like you've used this before too, Shaden. Uh, just the idea of kind of zooming out and looking down, trying to 
change perspective literally yeah. and say, is this... I try to do that in all kinds of different situations. I try to, I mean, that's part, that's like kind of, that's, that's a brand of self-awareness. I think is just like being able to step outside of yourself and look down upon the situation and go, God, this really isn't as big as it seems when I'm standing in exactly. it. Exactly. Know? Yeah. I'm taking this way too serious because it yeah. just looks to any other creature that's going by just like a bunch of ridiculous things just barking at each other. Just it's like a, it's like a little brain hack in a way because it's like it's allowing you to sort of circumvent your your chemicals. Yeah, for, for, your own hubris for, for a second. A minute, yeah. yeah, it's just it's just like when you're in the situation and you're just like, no, you're a cunt. No, I said <laughs> you were a cunt first, so that makes you the first cunt. And then you just step out of it and you're like. I am a cunt. Who cares? You're, you know what? You're right. I'm a cunt. <laughs> Argument over. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. So that was it. Gerbil world. Hopefully that works for some of you. It doesn't work for me all the time. There's some things that my chemicals just get going and I can't. It doesn't work. So there's other things to remember. But it was one tool where when the world is acting a fool sometimes, or I'm acting a fool, it's like, I'm a little gerbil barking at another little gerbil over meaningless little pellets in a fucking sandbox so what the fuck my whole life those gerbils that are doing that we're fighting each other they call me <laughs> to come fix their little gerbil world so Jeff I, gotta has start, a I gotta start talking gerbil it's <laughs> i can i can vividly smell that fucking sawdust bedding soaked <laughs> of the in, gerbils soaked in gerbil piss and uh, you know the smell i'm talking oh god about. yeah yeah we all <laughs> everyone that's, that's listening stale, now stale pungent yeah. sort of we were eating, Shaden. Shaden, people were eating. You ruined their lunch. <laughs> now you can all smell it, too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, last little bit for our, our ride for Christmas, which we talked to Zero about Christmas. A little uh, bit. Okay. 2%. 2%. <laughs> like uh, the milk. The thing I learned this week by Shaden Hutchman. Good Lord. And this is uh, Chat GPT. Right. So this is something that people are going to be freaking out about. Some people are, but like, Everybody should be freaking out about this right now. And good freak or bad freak? They're not. Well, depends on your perspective. It's cool to me, but to some people, it's gonna suck real bad. But we're on this. We're on this like uh, enlightenment up curve uh, for like a technical socioeconomics term. But we're on this like up curve of enlightenment with AI right now. It feels like because AIs are just popping. I mean, every time I open the internet it seems like oh there's this new ai mm -hmm. or there's you know there's like six different ais you can use for image generation like mid journey now yeah. i don't think mid journey was the first but they're still the best that i've found and they're but, popular so there's gonna be more right but uh chat gpt is that but it's you can put in a text prompt and ask it almost virtually anything fuck like for an example write me a a professional looking resume for an engineering company Shit. and and within moments it will spit it out and it's actually damn good more impressive example i was telling my dad about this and i said i read somewhere that you can feed it because he's a web developer i said i read somewhere that you can feed this thing code that isn't working and say hey this code's not working how do i fix it and it'll go through the code Fuck. and and be like oh right here change this argument to this or close this bracket and then try it and then boop, code fixed or what my dad literally did this morning he sent me a video of he said uh build me a web page with these parameters and and go and it spat out the html code for it he pasted it into his web editor perfectly decent framework and then he said okay give me a custom style sheet 
no, didn't specify any details. Just said, give me a custom style sheet so that it looks not like just a wall of text. Spits out CSS, pastes it in there. Looks like a, it's like a perfectly respectable web page. Shit. In minutes. I mean, people are like, write, help me write a note to get to know my neighbors. Help me do the, like literally write, write my thesis. <laughs> right. <laughs> kind of shit. That's you know what, what I, mean? I said. Fuck at the very beginning. Once again, like, could yeah, be yeah. used for good. Probably could be used for bad. It's it for one hundred percent going to be used for bad. Yeah. yeah wait a second. Yeah. yeah. We're talking about <laughs> and good, the good. human cunts that everybody is. It's going to get used for bad. Yep. Fuck 100%. Yeah, it is. It is yeah. being used for bad currently at the moment, yeah. right? And there's, I mean, to their credit, the the companies that are doing well with this AI development, they're putting in a lot of fail-safes for, so that people aren't abusing them. Like, write me porn, you know, or right. mid-journey, make me porn, you know, or, right. just, or gruesomely violent shit, you know, like they're within a good degree of reason they're moderating it so people see, can't abuse it you know that's the thing it's up to those company owners where it's like we're gonna have to ask these people like it's up to you you get to do what you want but would you would you consider not being just because you can not putting porn on there or putting you know whatever i you know it would be fun it's gonna though. be a weird world in the future something here. that just occurred to me between this week and next week i'm gonna go on chat gpt it's free right now because it's still in the learning phase right so it's going to cost money at some point perhaps exorbitant amounts of money whatever people will pay for instantaneous generation of text-based things you know a thesis how much would you pay for your thesis to be written fuck before they get before they catch on right (laughs) uh eight people turn in i will (laughs) (laughs) oops i uh i will go on there and briefly explain the premise of our podcast and ask it to write a description for our Facebook page. Okay. And we'll see how it stacks up against the one I wrote. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's fun. <laughs> it's a square off. Cause that's what a lot of people are worried about with these AI, especially mid journey doing art and stuff. Pe- like people that are actual artists by trade are just like, fuck. Okay, cool. So the AI just does my job now. And in some cases it takes the art from artists right. and, and amalgamates it into a fucking thing where you actually I remember some of our friends actually in the community were saying that there's actually like the signatures of some of the artists that were part of the amalgamation of, of images oh, no will shit. show up yeah in these amazing artwork. I mean, at least their signature got in there I guess. Yeah, part of it though you're just like oh that's somebody's name is just like an L at the end right. or some shit and you're like oh man. Yeah and so, I mean as, as an artist and you know having a lot of visual artist friends I totally get the frustration on that but, big time. but at the same time I mean, maybe this will change over time, but I can still tell the difference. You can't know, fight the signal, yeah. though. You can't. I mean, people tried to fight Napster. Look at how that went. You can't really fight free source shit like that. And right. and AI is is not going to go backwards. I see Although, the value. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. It's up it's to really these. It's really cool. It just feels. Like, do you guys feel like things are changing lately? Like on a larger scale? Like it just feels like every time I look around, I'm like. That's fucking not this like drastically different than it was just a short time ago. I gotta be honest, All I'm spending place. so much time out of society now. If if I'm not here, I mean, yeah, I've got to be in my little hometown, taking care of kids and stuff, and, and doing sort of stuff there. But most of our time now is spent in the mountains. I'm so lost with what's going on in yeah. society. Anymore. Yeah, but you're and, so and happy about I mean, it, though. Okay, hell yeah, it's yeah. the best. <laughs> it is. It, I mean, I feel like Jeff I've has the answer here, guys. I think twenty to sure. twenty-five years back. Uh, and it's almost like a restart. Okay. I mean, it's definitely a restart for me, but it's like a restart of life and being able to bring in some really good values into the kids' lives that it's just not 
going to be part of the world anymore no. if you're going to live in a city. Yeah. Um, no shit, dude. Yeah. So, no, I'm, I'm getting more and more lost and more and more shocked every time I come home of just the amount of people. And it's not that I hate people. I love people. But I want to be around the 500 people up there. Right. For the most part. Yeah. You know? And people I like, come up and visit me. That's good. I'll show you some really cool shit. Yeah. You know? And then go home. Yeah. <laughs> there's sure. there's a ton of merit to that, man. I've, Big time. I've, I, I've always tried to have my foot, one foot in each world. Yeah, I'm know? literally going backwards. And it's that great. Is, that is what you do Shaden is you are literally like it's, it's kind of between I wouldn't say both of us but Jeff definitely and like some fucking super city guy yeah, <laughs> that's right. where you sit I don't know I'm kind of yeah, not there I'm I just city I, I want to be I don't like fitting into predefined boxes so it's probably just me you just fight everything like, no. yeah, yeah I'm like no I'm special I'm not going to but, bed well, <laughs> for but, the world that I'm transitioning into for me to do a podcast is really a strange thing yeah you know oh god yeah and i don't want to stop doing this i love this i there are things about technology and being able to reach people that this yeah, is the not, avenue i've been looking for my whole life now, dude. Yeah. no this a bit of this is the 10-year contract you're done for we <laughs> but this is ass. the avenue that i've been trying <laughs> to uh, to find to be able to do what i want to do you know i wasted so many well that's not true i didn't waste my years in law enforcement i learned a lot but now i get this i don't want to give this up ever right but you're but not living in the fucking but city I'm for it done with the city yeah. <laughs> yeah i respect that so much yeah that's fair man yeah. i mean and you had you had arguably one of the rougher doses of cities yeah like as far as it goes like i haven't had the rosiest experience in cities but i've had a way better experience than you did <laughs> oh don't get me wrong it was fun yeah but I, I had my fun and now i want to live the life i want to live yeah. so no that's good man grizzly there's, adams there's a lot of days where especially i mean i go out and i go out into the woods for days at a time and i love it i'm perfectly content out there and i feel at this point in my life i feel proficient enough to know that if i had to survive out there i could you know but that's that's ultimately what i want i don't want to fail to be proficient on either side of the board right same. like i want to be proficient and like up on the bleeding edge of things as far as how technology and society is progressing but i also want to be able to just walk away from it and know that i'm not going to die continue <laughs> to build your knowledge about living in the right. natural world between the two worlds if you're in the woods you got a lot better chance of living than somebody who's in the city depends Depends on who you are. Me, yeah. I'd be dead in a weekend. I was going to say. But if I was trained and I. And I but that's not. But if yeah. you chose to learn and understand right. that life more, your chances of survival in any type of catastrophe would be greater than a lot of people who live in the city who depend on all the things that a city has the malls, the stores, the deliveries, you know, electricity. Right. For that matter, yeah. I mean, and I look, don't get me wrong. I love my hot showers and my electricity, but if I don't have it, I know what to do to create it. You know, I mean, generators and shit like that, yeah. which is still amazingly built things, but you have to get the fuel for it no, and dude, run it. Yeah, no. live potatoes, on less. Just potatoes. Potatoes too. Potatoes. Yes. A whole field of potatoes to run my Nintendo. I can't remember how to do that experiment, but <laughs> potatoes do actually uh, generate yeah, electricity. Fucking Nintendo potato. <laughs> These are the Nintendo potatoes. All right. Nintendo. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see gonna that. I'm going to make Midjourney make a potendo. Yes. Potendo 64. <laughs> potendo. All right. This is the show. That's it. That was fucking fun. Did we make it? We made a ride all the way to the end. Wow. Uh, nobody lost it any It only limbs hurt me a little bit. I scraped my knee. Bit. 
I said a lot of dumb things. Uh, yeah. You said less dumb things. I ate some bread. It was delicious. We did eat bread. Yeah, we talked with our show. mouths full. Yeah, I don't even eat bread hardly ever. Now I'm probably going to die of gluten oh, overload right. or something. Sure. I don't know. That's probably uh, a medical thing. Yeah. Well, we heard it here. Shaden's last <laughs> podcast with us. It was pretty okay. Merry Christmas and all that. I've uh, better. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining us. Another long week here at Scatcast. We hope you had fun with us. Uh, thank you to our trusted turd triad. Don the Shitbox Wizard at Facebook in our shitbox. Chris the Discord Dookie Slayer. Chris Brooks in the Discords. Scatcast Discord, fun place. Hell yeah. Of course, Bordy Sanyata, our quartermaster, always doing cool shit, doing the research for us. Some of it for the dipshit files and also lots of behind the scenes stuff. Thanks to you two cunts for being here. That was fun. Yeah, you're uh, welcome, dude. Yeah. Oh, I got I got a so Thanks to the Godhead. Thanks to the garbage disposal. Thank you, Jesus. Uh thank you, wife. Sorry. <laughs> so I uh I just kind of want to say thanks to a lot of people have personally reached out to me, told me a little bit of story or just bullshit a little bit. I enjoy it. You know, if, if you're going to take the time to reach out to me and talk to me, I'm going to talk to you back because, I mean, you hear my voice, but you don't really know who I am. And if you're taking the effort to contact me, I'm going to take the effort to find out who you are. Hell yeah. And, and I enjoy it and I appreciate it. So, and I, and I hope that. So here's his personal phone number. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> no, everybody's got the Facebooks. So okay, no personal phone number. Text me for his phone so number. I, I'll I, give it I, to you. I had a guy uh, reach out. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to butcher his last name. But his first name is uh, Tim. I think it's Alsip. Anyway, he reached out to me, and uh, he came from uh, Tigard, back where I went. So we ended up going to. Uh, same junior high knew some of the same teachers cool there was some uh, dirt that he grew he's a little bit younger than i am but there was some dirt about some teachers that was uh rumored all through it probably still rumored today um i was the person that actually saw what happened and lied for the teachers but uh yeah he was kind of shocked at that you have to tell us that story eventually. oh it's pretty simple some teachers okay. were banging at school and oh. i caught him Oh, and uh, and you caught him. Yeah, and I told one person it went around school like wildfire, and then I lied to the administration. And one of those teachers ended up becoming their principal later on when he was a student. So you protected so, the teacher. Yes, I did. Nice. You're a bootlicker even back then. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. What do you mean? I, I lied for him. I'm kidding. Well, yeah. Uh, Authority figures. That's all I'm saying. Since we're, <laughs> since we're, I'm a child, uh, and I apologize to all of you. Since we're being sincere and telling thank yous, uh, thanks to all of our patrons who hopped on the Jarpod uh, Patreon. You guys are just super killing it. I know we had some new ones. Um, I'll shout them out a little until I find somebody I recognize. Somebody's gonna get a free shout out here. Yeah, <laughs> but we got. I'm gonna mess this name up for sure. But Joachim, jo- Joachim, Joachim. Bop with two P's. Thank you so much, yeah, sir or madam. I can't tell. I'm sorry. Joaquin is probably. Who knows? Joaquin. We're not playing the game. The <laughs> guessing the, the gender game. game. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Joaquin Kroll. Shit. Uh, we got uh, Alan Sweeting. Yay! Popped yeah. in there. Yeah. And uh, Sean Sean Dop D O P. Yeah. Dop. Sean Dop. Dope. Sean Dope. That's I, I haven't heard that name yet. Good. He's dope. We got uh, Matthew. Pernar, Pernar, Matthew Pernar, Matthew Pernar. He's a fat cat. So you, said it, you said it way better. I say his name every <laughs> every week in the uh, Scatcast world. Oh, Matthew Pernar. He's actually then, uh, our, he actually has a ninja sword in uh, Post Apocalyptica for the Dave and Angus show. He's um, our ninja sword guy. He yeah. fucking he's 
it does some shade and that's stuff. The guy, that's the guy. That's the guy that you want to be in the post-apocalypse. Is oh, the yeah. guy with the ninja sword. <laughs> he gets real close to Jason Clayser's ear. That's the, the running thing so far. Just can't keep. He just wants to get it close. Well, right. thank you, Matthew. Is, sword Bernard. is a close quarters weapon, man. Uh, we got our our very own Brianna Kranzman. Yay, Brianna popped no, in there. Thanks, Bree. Sovereign sister. Bri, Bri. And then, uh, and then I think we're into all of our OG cunts that are still in there. Yeah, because I recognize Joe Labardi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Heck yeah. But well, thank yeah, you guys. Fuck. You guys, you guys are all super awesome. Especially I, you guys that are double dipping that are yeah. doing scat cast and. Uh, I think it was Joe was making some thread. guitar, some guitar noises on one of the threads the other night. I believe it was Joe. Oh, I yeah. didn't comment on any of it. I was just secretly listening. But I'm going to get to a point with this where I'm I'm just going to uh, during the editing I'm just going to like read off all the Patreon names and then I'm just going to squish it into like a fast forwarded 10 seconds just going to be like wait a minute no hey come on that's too that's too fast alright well that is our show just a ride pod at gmail.com is how you get a hold of us hell yeah scatcast.com you can find some merch that's our merch store we've got merch we've got the 2.7 for your fetishes we've been saying for like 4 weeks we're working on new merch so we gotta get on that oh god we gotta get those shirts damn I suck well they're pretty simple it's just words we have done some designing and by we I mean mostly Zach but pulling the trigger on that shit though we're working on it we're gonna get you some some reasonableist party shirts I think and definitely some I think we're working on a don't no be a cunt you. shirt. Don't be a cunt. No, <laughs> no thank you. For sure. Yeah, no I just want to no thank you. And I do don't too. be a cunt. So actually, no thank you on the front and don't be a cunt on the back. On the back would be great. <laughs> Fucking says or, it all. Or the other way. Or the yeah, other way around would be better. I don't. I want to say no thank you. I just want to be able to point to the shirt. Just whenever something comes up. that the, No, no, they, no. It's better like to the, have it don't be a cunt and point to it. Trust oh, me. Actually, both of them would be useful. You'd kind of yeah. want to be able to take the sweatshirt off that says it so you can catch it. We're going to design a reversible shirt. Or a, <laughs> you can wear it backwards. It doesn't matter. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I, I, I vote for a um, no thank you sweatshirt with no thank you on the back okay. just so that anybody following me knows that I'm not into it and and then it don't be a cunt shirt on the front so that if somebody ignores the no thank you and taps me on the shoulder I can just turn around and be like yeah. don't be a cunt All right. <laughs> I, yeah, I and tried telling you and some of those are like uh, the raw dog in life if you've come in late in the episodes and you haven't listened to the first five those first original shirts that we made a lot of people aren't going to understand those like the shadow boxing yeah i'm wearing the shadow boxing i think right now well, yeah. a lot of a lot of our shirts are going to be inside jokes so just get used to that yeah <laughs> or go back and listen to the episodes and, yeah. and get yourself caught up and then you'll be like oh i get the joke now no, yeah. the none of these are timely except for i guess this one since it's Christmassy. but fucking whatever feliz navidad prospero thank you for listening to jarpod i thought it was fleas on my dog it is not. My dog. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right, well, that's it. That's We're the done. fucking shit, bro. So you can check out our Patreon at right, uh, let's go wrap patreon.com. <laughs> just a ride. And uh, Santa's coming to do stuff to your house yeah. and probably have... Steal your shit. Yeah, give him cookies and booze. It'll yep. be fine. Yep. You All must right. give pay tribute to the Egregore. Pay tribute. <laughs> uh, don't let Santa get a DUI. As always, we'll talk at you in the future. It'll seem like the present. Bye. Bye. See ya. It's just a ride. Oh, it's just right. Bing bong.